off a nice day. Suck a fat dick, the price has been paid. I burnt the bridge down, I watched the bitch blaze. I took my nutsack and stuck it to your face. But pumped at my pace, so come the fuck on. Not even a thought, no more, they just gone. Here's a little finger with a dedicated song. Nah, 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 nah. You don't have to like how I live my life. No. Sleeping all day, go and kick it all night. No. Might not be good, but it feels alright. Nah, 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 nah. Sometimes it feels like I don't belong. Everyone's against me, I'm always wrong. But it feels so good when I sing my song. You are here with us at Dominion Fury Showdown 25. Oh my God, folks! The place is packed with 20 people, and let me tell you. It is a sweltering 98 degrees in here, but the real feel is 102. Let me tell you what, because you always round up in wrestling, pasty. <laughs> that is true. No, that's actually something they said during the pre-show on the Super Show today that I wanted to bring up. They were complaining. As soon as the thing started, they were complaining about the temperature in there on the mics. Like, <laughs> really? We don't care how hot it is there. You're the dumbasses who went there. Plus, those dumbasses. I don't even want to watch this thing. Should try living in Minnesota once, where you get that exact same heat, but then in six months you have fucking negative seventy. Seriously, I think Minnesota forgot about spring and fall altogether lately. It's uh, there's none of it. Well, we had a spring this year. Yeah, it was like a week. We long. haven't even got a summer yet. I don't think have we. When it's 90 degrees, I'd say we're in summer territory. We haven't even cracked 85 yet where I'm at. I wish we would. Oh, you're you're lucky. I guess you guys got the, the plains wind and all I'm that shit lucky. to kind of keep you cooler. I look forward to that. Well, come on out. I'll give you a lap dance. I'm down. Yeah! Yes, folks, this is Dominion Fury Showdown 25, where we have four, count them, four wrestling events to talk about this week. Wow. Yes. And one of them, Pasty, is such a super show that not only do we have predictions, but we also have the results. That's right. Double the pleasure and double the fun. Yeah, some, some jack-off in WWE decided to have a pay-per-view on Friday morning. So Knowing um, that we record in the evenings. Yeah, it, it was not good. It was not cool. I'm kind of disappointed, <laughs> honestly. So is Bender. Bender's disappointed. He always is. I'm, I'm glad he's always there for us on the show. <laughs> he's a good, good man. Um, but with that being said, I think we're gonna we're gonna kind of zip through this. We got a lot to talk about. Um, we do have a little bit of news and notes, but we may not get the time to that. If we do, if there's anything huge and major, we will roll that over to next week for sure. Thankfully, this week has kind of been lacking in the news department. I haven't found really anything to add to the notes. Not anything that needs to be said that can't wait till next week. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yes. Um, with that being said, we're going to start off with a uh, confusing special this was a wrestling special put on by major league wrestling it is fury road yes indeed hey and if you're furious that we didn't talk about this the little clip of the song you heard at the top of the show that was a little sample from izzy dunfors sing my song and you can tune in at the end of the show to hear the whole thing album's dropping real soon this man started in iowa moved to minnesota now he's out in colorado making the dreams come true check it out Definitely check out Izzy Dunn for the man is never done. 
Just, He's never just done never eight done. albums. Eight albums. You can listen to them all on Spotify. Eight and counting. Go listen. Um, but uh, yeah, this this special started out as what was probably going to be a two hour, two and a half hour special, as MLW usually does. Yeah, I was really excited for it. Out of all the events we had to watch this week, and there was quite a few. Yeah. This is the one I was, like, stoked on, and then it broke my heart. Yeah, if you all listened to our prediction show last week, kind of what, I'm just going to put it out there, what happened, for whatever reason, and we might get into to what might have caused the, the change, or maybe this was the plan all along, who knows, didn't seem like it, the way they were booking it. No. But it they had the three main event matches as the Fury Road special, which lasted an hour, and then the rest of the matches are going to be on later MLW Fusion episodes. So I'm guessing two or three episodes. Because there's eight other matches. I mean, that's a lot to put into an MLW Fusion. Unless they come up with another special, which they have one coming up, which is Coliseum. But that's... They're not waiting until that to put these out. So. But then they'll only air one match from actual Coliseum <laughs> there. Yeah, who knows what's going on. And we'll get the rest um, of it distributed over the next seven months in our in our mail. And It'll folks, be sent to your houses. For anybody who says that we're biased and we suck a certain promotion's dick, we're just going to put it out there. I mean, as much as MLW seems to be pasty and my favorite out there right now, they, they really <laughs> they disappointed us, us with this one. It was kind of... Yeah. Not not cool. You don't do that to the fans. You don't promise a big show and then under-deliver this much. The three up, the three main event matches I thought were really good, and we're going to get into them. Yeah, they were good. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed them. I did not try to even track down the rest of them. I don't know if they're out yet or not. So, basically, what I'm going to say, folks, is um, right away getting into this, spoilers ahead, because the first eight matches we're talking about are going to end up being on future MLW Fusion shows. But um, Probably coming out this Sunday. We put Yeah, we put predictions out for them, and um, we won't be able to give you... We won't be able to tell you how they work because we haven't seen them because they're not out yet. But we'll just tell you who won, who lost, and who we voted for. How's that sound? Well, hey, at least we won't get hung up on the first segment. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so starting out, Pasty, we had uh, Lowkey, one of my favorites, hardcore Lowkey fan, and he defeated Tom Coffey in the opening match. I like a little match. Tom Coffey in the morning. Oh, exactly. I like, like a little Lowkey in the morning. <laughs> um, this match we didn't have any predictions for, so we didn't get anything. No, and what is this Lowkey's not working with uh, uh, pr- production A only Dorado anymore? Asocian Dorado. There you go. Which is uh, the golden promotion. or yeah. Yes. Promotions Dorato. But he's not there. He's not with he's them. He's not. Anymore, he's not. From what I've seen. Which is sad, but that's one of my favorite. Oh, by the way, folks, um, Selena De La Renta is getting her own episode again. So she's going to have a second episode. The first episode that she was in control of and produced had the most views of any episode to this date. On their YouTube channel, awesome. so um, I'm excited for, and it was an awesome episode. If you haven't seen it, go back and catch it. I'm not sure what episode it was, so I won't know. It, it's it called mentions the one it. It, it does, yeah, okay. it mentions it. Um, then we had Airwolf defeating Ace Austin again. We didn't have picks. Nope. What we did have picks for was a six-man tag team match, which um, this this definitely throws off. Uh, um, a storyline that happened in the main show because <laughs> yeah, we'll get yeah, into that, yeah. folks. But anyways, <laughs> it, this just—it must have been really weird for people to watch this all play out in the arena the way. Kind it did, of, you know except I mean? we're all wrestling fans. We know. 
But yeah, yeah, it's awkward. Uh, Six-man tag team match. Tom Lawler, Ross Van Erich, and Marshall Van Erich, the Yvonne Erich kids, defeated the Contra Unit, composed of Simon Gotch, Jacob Fatu, and Joseph Samuel. Um, again, we didn't watch the match. I picked Lawler and the Erics. You picked Contra. Lawler and the Erics won. I get a point, I guess. Yay, point for you. Um, next we have Flamita defeated Ray Horace. Uh, Ray Horace was supposed to take on Cotto Brazil. At least that's what we had. And that was straight off the MLW website. Um, so that match changed. We had no predictions. Next up, we had the Battle of Initials. DBSJ, better known as Davy Boy Smith Jr., versus MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yes. And I was wrong. The Smith won. The Freed lost. Um, next, we had Richard Holiday versus Cotto Brazil. Again, they switched Cotto uh, and Ray Horace up, so we had nothing for this one. A double. A double making his MLW debut. Defeated Adam Brooks. Yep. As we discussed last week, that's CM Punk's brother. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we both picked a double. There's no way he was going to lose. We all know that. Then the main event. That's where I get my first point, folks. Yes. <laughs> Finally. Him and I both got a point there, but he definitely earned that point. False Count Anywhere <laughs> match. Mace Warner defeated Sammy Callahan in what I can only assume is an awesome, amazing match. And I can't wait to see it. But we didn't. Uh, so that brings us to what they actually officially called Fury Road. Yeah. The show started out with Gringo Loco defeating Myron Reed. Yep, that happened. That did happen. It was it was a good match. It was a good opening match, um, especially if it was like a two-hour pay-per-view. would have been better. <laughs> three matches <laughs> yeah. I maybe would have wanted a better one but it was a good match I enjoyed it you got Gringo Loco mm. who is a larger Lucha Libre style loke and you got Myron and he's white and he's white that didn't come across yeah, hence the name Gringo <laughs> and Myron <laughs> Reed who is a very scrawny uh, very aerial very uh, cocky young individual so um, they put on a really entertaining match a good opener like I said mm. uh, but nothing to gush about yeah, no. I, I would have rather had Austin Aries and Adam Brooks in this three-match lineup. For sure. Or even Davey Boy Smith Jr. and MJF. Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, 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 well, I didn't know Gringo Loco or Myron Reed before the match, and I, I don't know if I care about them too much afterwards. So. <laughs> Myron has, has a too good much future me. as a heel, I think. Yeah, yeah. Next, we had the finals to crown the first ever national openweight champion in MLW. And Alex Hammerstone ended up defeating Brian Pillman Jr., much to and our a surprising upset. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I really thought that they would crown BPJ the first ever. I mean, he deserves it, right? Um, Alex Hammerstone I'm not super familiar with, but he really won me over on this one. He's a hell of a heel. He is. Um, he's very cocky. He's a. Uh, he's got power. Mm. And he doesn't. He doesn't look super jacked, but his ring work is super powerful. 
No, and Hammerstone is in whatever, what, the same group with Callahan, right? Um, no, no, he's not no, in... No, Contra Unit. Um, he's in one, uh, fucking... He's not in Contra either. Dynasty? Dynasty, you thank you, yeah. Yes. We, it was one of them factions. We were going to get there yeah, sooner I'm still, or later. You know, I'm still, I'm still, you know, I, I, I've never fully submerged myself <laughs> in MLW. I go into about the knee and I'm like, okay, yeah. this is good. And then we had the main event, MLW Middleweight Championship match, where we seen the champion Teddy Hart defeat Jimmy Havoc in what turned out to be a hell of a bloody brawl. It started yes. with chairs. Started! Yep, first thing. <laughs> I love that they were going under the ring, pulling everything out, getting everything set up for themselves. And, and last week we had discussed that this is not billed as a hardcore match, so Jimmy Havoc would definitely be, you know, At a out of his element. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. They they still didn't even call it a hardcore match. But I, I give the referee credit. He was just letting it go. He's like, "This is a title match. This is the main event. If they're mm-hmm. both starting out like this, fuck it, we're gonna let it go." And he just let everything go, basically. Except for countouts, he was counting out. Well, yeah, he was making counts, but who kn- I, I honestly think if it got down to nine, he would have been like, "Come on, guys, get in here!" Right, nine, you know. and then he goes backwards. Eight. <laughs> uh, like we said, we're going to twenty, like Jap- Japan does, guys. <laughs> yeah, this was a really, really good match. I suggest you go out of your way to watch it. Um, so many false finishes, so many times. I thought yes. for sure it was over. Um, they brought in um, chairs, they brought in staplers, they brought in the, the paper cut between the fingers. He didn't bring the lemons in, or the salt. You know, I'm, I'm pretty new to Jimmy Havoc, but every single time I've seen him now, he's done the paper cut thing. Yep. And so, you know, maybe, maybe, now that you're in the spotlight, do that a little bit less, please. I would agree. But the one thing I love about it is it's, it's one of the few things that happen in wrestling that the average viewer can go, ooh, I hate that. <laughs> You know, right, not too many right. people can say that about falling off a ladder or getting hit in the head with a chair. I don't know. Or Don't you think the average viewer, at least myself, I know that it's not that easy to paper cut yourself if you're trying. <laughs> I know it's I know it's easy if you're not trying. Um Teddy Hart ended up winning with a DDT on the chair, which was awesome. And then uh Yes, that was badass. And then they got just bombarded afterwards. Um and there was a big ass huge fucking brawl. That was really cool. And you had uh, uh, Jimmy's Boys and uh, the Hart Dynasty out there. And and it was just one of those big old big old cluster Fs at the end. But your winner, Teddy Hart. Yes, indeed. No, I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, honestly, at this point, I was still pretty salty that it was three matches and only an hour long. I know we like to complain about WWE giving us seven-hour pay-per-views, but I kind of would rather have that. I want somewhere in the middle. I definitely do not want a seven-hour pay-per-view, but I also do not... I mean, this was this was a special show, which is fine. Impact has done that in the past. Uh, MLW has done that. Every show, every... Uh, WWE has done special SmackDowns and Raws, so I get it. Yeah. But so, something obviously happened to change what they had originally planned into what it was, and... Mm-hmm. You know, what we got was fine, but yeah, they definitely let us down on this one. You let the fans down. Yeah. And I'm not even going to get into my complaints with Jim Cornette on the microphone. <laughs> I could. G- old Corny. <sighs> I was so excited for him to be there, and now I'm like, Let's you're kind of f- making me not want to watch. When he did the, the, did the whole, oh, what? Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> what? Oh, 
The directors are just getting... What? Huh? What? Oh, we got to go to my cameras in the, in the parking lot. <laughs> like, oh, and Jesus so, Christ. Pacey, let's talk about that. T- tell us what happened, because like, like we said, uh, we had mentioned earlier with Tom Lawler and Devon Eriks how it got a little goofy. So what was kind of the main storyline going through in this, this Fury Road show? This was this was Callahan and his crew, right? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they, they attacked Tom Lawler and tossed him into the back of a vehicle in the parking lot, and... That's kind or, of it. Sorry, sorry, this was Dynasty. This was Dynasty. Okay, di- sorry, I see sorry, you sorry, know. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. This was Dynasty. It is what it is. Alex yeah. Hammerstone's boys. Yep, Dynasty. Yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they had him in the back, um, and they, they tortured him and whatever. And Oh, yeah, they did that. I forgot. Yeah. They, they had him in a room tied up, and they were torturing him without masks on, so he knows who they are. So when he gets out and goes to exact his revenge, it'll be glorious. Yeah, so obviously that happened. Um, one snafu, which again, I'm going to call him out. I love MLW, but I'm going to call him out. Cornette, the spot you were just talking about, he was like, huh, wait, huh? And then they cut to a camera backstage showing showing Tom Lawler walking out to a car or somebody coming to attack Tom Lawler. And then it cuts mm-hmm. off right away and they go back yep. to Goes Cornette back going, to him wait a second, who's huh? <laughs> we're just, we're going to, they're going to be giving us a, uh, they're going to be giving us some feed here. And then they go right back to the same clip that they just accidentally showed early. So that took a little bit away from that too. Um, amateur shit that um, Court Bauer knows better than to do. So whoever he has yeah. producing Court, yell at him a little bit. I honestly think even if you're having somebody produce, I, I think it was Cornette went too long on his stammering or over getting words in his head. It easily could have been. And you know what? As much as I'm going to um, hate myself tonight for saying this, maybe that's a plus for having uh, um, Court Bauer in their ear like Vince McMahon is always in their ear. Cornette, shut the fuck up. We're playing the video now. Mm. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like Vince in everybody's ear, but again... I mean, when it's due, needed, we're call it, it shouldn't out. be every, every it shouldn't be every every line they say. No, but when it's something that's necessary to get across them, yeah, fucking yeah, do it. Call it out. So we're we're uh. saying that um, that's something that WWE does better, or did better mm. on this occasion at least. It's also something AEW did better on their first show. Um, AEW had a lot of yeah, they had a lot of issues on their show. I did not like the commentary at all. And uh, even Jim Ross has come out and said, well, we tried. And, and I give him credit. None of them have worked together. Those three have never right. worked together. Well, they didn't, didn't, didn't bring uh, this Excalibur, up. No, no. They, they weren't the announced team for All In. No, no, they weren't. And and we didn't bring this up last week. I kind of wanted to, but we had a busy one last week. We have a busy one this week also. But, yeah, that was something that I thought I thought the announcing was pretty atrocious. Um, the other complaint I had was, a, and we won't get into it now, maybe if we have time sometime we will, but I, I thought there was a little too much WWE copying on that show, but still, it was an A-plus show, we gave it an A-plus, I stand behind it. Yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't I let it change. Um, nitpick what, what was You know, nitpicky. I think I, the cool thing for me in Double or Nothing was the, the commentators may have been bad, but I honestly, thinking back, was paying way more attention to the matches than anything that came out of their mouths. Correct, and that you know what that that speaks volumes. Yes, definitely speaks volumes. And um, and the biggest complaint I have, and I honestly now don't remember if I said this uh, last week or not, but probably my biggest complaint was that they ended the pay per view with two WWE guys, and I thought they should have done better than that. Mm. End it with yeah. Cody and Dustin, you know. Um, even though they're both, I guess those are both former WWE guys. So even that, yeah. And see, I think, I think Cody and Dustin and... both know that their place is not in the main event. 
Yeah, but yeah, but with, with that could have been a main event and, match. And it probably should have been in hindsight. Ambrose and Jericho being the last two guys just kind of looks like everything people said, everything negative mm. about WCW and TNA. You know? Yeah, They're and just, you wouldn't want to make the Bucks have the last match again because last time they got screwed out of it. So. Yeah, or maybe they earned yeah. it. Um, so pasty best match of the night. I think it's easy. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jimmy Havoc, Teddy Hart. Yep, that's what I got also. Um, and what would you rate this one? Actually, you know what? I want to go first, Pasty. <laughs> I want to go first. Can I go first? Okay, yeah. Um, from A to D, I'm giving this one a, a, a C. You're Bordering at a C? on C-, but I'm giving it a C. Not because I'm... the matches were bad, but they totally screwed us out of some great matches. I was going to say a flat D. I'm okay with a flat D. So that puts us at a C- minus total? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I I would agree with that. That's our total is a C minus because um, they let us down. And you got to let them know when they let you down. That's the only way they're uh-huh. going to do better. No, I was totally ready to watch nothing but wrestling all weekend last weekend, and they cheated me out of that pretty hard. Just a little bit, man. Just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> it's not many days or many weekends where I'm like, yeah, let's fill my entire fucking calendar with wrestling. And Yeah. This right. was, yeah, this was another one where it was easy for me to watch um, what I wanted to watch. That being said, um, we didn't watch Super Showdown, but I think everybody who's listened to the show knows that I was not going to and will not in the future watch Super Showdown. And so, I'll probably, being the spineless guy I am, I'll probably have it on in some background noise at some point this weekend. But I'm not going to give it my full attention. That's fine. I don't hate anybody for watching it. I'm just I'm just using my freedom to to put my shit out there, you know. Except for when I watch it, Vince thinks you watch it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's still one less, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <coughs> uh, next up, Pasty, we have predictions for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion 6.9 show. Yes. Uh, for those of you that wonder what is 6.9, that's just the date that it's held on. Last year actually well, happened to be Wasn't last year also. when we watched Dominion? Or no, that was World uh, whatever, where I watched one show and you watched a completely different show. <laughs> yeah. And it was the same title. That was Ring of Honor, uh, War of Worlds. Was, there you go. And that <laughs> happens also, you know. Um, actually, that's coming up. Uh, I think there was another one coming up. But a- anyways, anyways. Um, mm-hmm. So this one here, one thing I want to say, Dominion always seems to be the show that it, if it's either Wrestle Kingdom or Dominion. Uh, Dominion seems to have the biggest surprises and shocks, yeah. and yeah. Wrestle Kingdom has the best matches, but Dominion also has some amazing matches. And in I fact, think this I'm is essentially thinking, their SummerSlam. Yeah, I'm thinking, and it's hard for me to remember now, but I'm thinking. Okada Omega from Dominion was the highest rated one. If it wasn't, it yes. was my highest rated one. No, I'm pretty and sure it was that was second it. to Meltzer's. But either way, always a good show. You can't miss Dominion. I'm not going to miss it. And uh, it is going to see the uh, second appearance of John Moxley. John Moxley yes, wrestled indeed. Uh, earlier at the the finals of Best of the Super Juniors tournament, and he faced Juice Robinson for the U.S. title, and a pretty good match. Pretty good, not great. Pretty good. I am not happy that John Moxley. Biden. I'm not happy John Moxley won the uh, U.S. title in his first <laughs> match. 
Um, New Japan should be better than letting a WWE guy come over and win a title right away. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, if you were to ask Juice at that point in time, do you want to lose your title to Dean Ambrose? He'd probably say yeah. He'd probably say I'd It'd be a cool match title. just to have in general. <laughs> He'll get it back. I was, one thing I was thinking, and then I kind of bit my tongue a little bit, I was like, fucking this U.S. title, ever since it's came here, it's been nothing but Gaijin's winning too, and I think that's fucked up. <laughs> and I was like, well... I mean, I guess it's the U.S. title, and yeah, like the WWE European Championship. I mean, it wasn't only European people, but they really strongly pushed that. So yeah, yeah. I guess I see it. I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> get it. It took me a second. I, I argued with myself and pointed it out to myself. Uh, John Moxley is facing a Shoto Umino, who neither Pasty or I are very familiar with. Is that correct, Pasty? That is correct. But I would have to assume coming off of Moxley's win. I, I do not know. Nothing does this say this is for the U.S. title. And being as you and I don't know Shoto Umino very well, I don't think it is. But either way, I still don't see Moxley losing. It is kind of interesting to see that he's going to be opening this show, though. Well, you know, when you talk we don't about know that, that he's going to be opening. He got the just... push right off the bat coming in. It's funny that his next match is an opening match. I guess um, we should say this, and, and we, Pasty likes me to say this with all of these even though you motherfuckers should have enough common sense, the order we're reading them in isn't necessarily the order it's going to happen. This is the order. We try to take it directly from the source. So when there's a WWE pay-per-view, WWE.com. New Japan, um, New Japan. When I get my WWE stuff, I don't even go to WWE because I know they're going to change it. I go to CBS Sports <laughs> and it's usually right. Right, right. There you go. Um, MLW, I get from MLW. So yeah, we, we try to get them from the source and it's always going to be different. But yeah, that's, that's what we got. I picked Moxley and you got... Moxley. Oh, what a surprise, man. Yes. Next up, we got Satoshi Kojima taking on the finalist, but not winner of the Best of the Super Juniors tournament, Shingo Takaji. Which makes him automatically the worst of the Super Juniors, so I'm going with Kojima. I thought that made him the second Best of the Super Juniors, no, so I'm no, going with Shingo best, Bingo. I'm going with Shingo Bingo. And he's going to go Bingo Bongo. On your Kojima ass, pasty. All right. Folks, that before we like go any farther, I just want to let you know that I have Stone Brewing Company's Tropic Thunder Lager. It is a citrusly, citrusy, but also dark and thick beer. I tend to really like this, actually, believe it or not. I just had to fit nice. that in there. And the beer I'm spotting this week is from Northern Wisconsin's first microbrewery, established in 1995. Yes, that is South Shore Brewery's Nut Brown Ale. Hey, man, if you ain't nothing, you ain't brown ale. <laughs> That's what I like to say. Speaking of nutting at my job last week, my boss spent like you the whole day. You shouldn't be nutting at work. That's how you lose your no, jobs. No, honestly, my boss spent like the whole day underneath my table, underneath my desk, <laughs> making me happy. <laughs> Just going to say that. I'm not, I'm not going to explain anymore. That's what happened. Next up, tag team match, Pasty. Yes, indeed. We've got Yoshihashi and Jushin Thunder Liger versus Zack Sabre Jr., and Minoru Suzuki. You know what? It's it's hard for me to go against Suzuki, baby. It's always hard for me to go against Suzuki. And I'm a huge Zack Sabre Jr. fan. I know you think he's overrated, which is fine. I just... 
think he looks like he's a million miles away when he's in a ring, which might be a good thing, but to me, it, it doesn't sell it. Um, and also, um, to take nothing away from Jushin Liger, mm-hmm. I, what I really want, I want to see him in um, WWC World Wrestling Console down in um, the Caribbean. I want to see a main event down there, and I want them to name it Thunder in Paradise and see if Hulk Hogan gets pissed off. (laughs) Let me tell you something, brother. That was my show and my movie, brother. You better give me some residuals. He'll sue, and then they'll rename it to Tropic Thunder. (laughs) And then they got Jack Black on that ass. (laughs) I think Jack Black's probably cooler than Hogan. Uh, is he cooler than Hogan, or is he more understanding than Hogan? Because I think Hogan's way cooler than Jack Black. Uh, Hogan played Thunderlips. Jack Black played R.L. Stein. Uh, Jack Black plays amazing music. Hogan plays amazing music. <laughs> Have you ever seen him walk out? He can play Jimi Hendrix's Voodoo <laughs> Child on a fucking title belt. That's amazing. That's amazing! He's not as good of a rapper as Macho Man Randy Savage. Not as good as, a, as of a rapper, but he's a better guitarist. Um, I, I picked uh, Zack Sabre and Suzu. What you got? I think I'm going to go with the same, just because. It's hard to not. Reasons. Suzuki, I mean, man. I like Jushin, and I would like to say I'm on his side, but Zack Sabre Jr. and Suzuki are going to kick his ass. I agree. <laughs> Next up, we have the obligatory six-man match. The only one of this pay-per-view, which is just mind-boggling. Yeah, yeah. When you come to New Japan, that's pretty much all you get. Wow. That's your whole mid-card. Insane. We got uh, Raisuki Taguchi, Juice Robinson, and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Jay White, Tahi Ishimori, and Chase Owens, Kevin Owens' brother. Yes. You know... Obviously, Tanahashi is the Cena of New Japan in the best way possible, and, and some would argue in the worst way possible as well. Um, Juice Robinson has been pushed huge, and he's just off of uh, a loss, obviously, to John Moxley. Taguchi-san is just an amazing athlete and just badass. Uh, but then on the other side, Pasty, you have what? Are they still time, chaos? Yeah. Okay. At one time, I know time, chaos was going through some rough waters for a while. Well, so. okay, I think there's still chaos. I, I'm not sure. I'm they're not they're sure. still ta- they're still teaming. So there I would you go. Assume. Uh, but on the other hand, you have one of the factions that was a, at at one time the most dominant faction in New Japan history. And people who play a close eye to New Japan. Don't take anything away from Jay White being the new leader of Bullet Club. No, and he is a so. former champion, so take that. Former champion, so he got it and lost it in a pretty pretty close window there. Yeah, but um, he had it, so that's good for him. It's the switchblade. He switches. Yes, indeed. That's what you know. Switchblades are known to be quick. Who do you got, Pasty? Uh, between those two powerhouse of teams, I always gotta go Bullet Club. I don't know what to expect from them in this case, but uh, part of me wonders if Moxley ends up joining and what kind of a dynamic that would have going forward in AEW. Ooh, that is I, interesting. I think, I think New Japan likes to say that there's no working relationship, but you got Moxley and Jericho on this pay-per-view. And so, obviously, AEW is working with you. 
You know, let, let's be fair. Back in the day, ECW said there was no working relationship with WWE. <laughs> yep, yep. But then when they became public <laughs> and their finances had to be released, oh, wait a second. WWF was paying ECW to not only be a feeder program, but to also send their people down there and use Paul Heyman as a writer while he was in ECW. So, I mean, this isn't this isn't the first time that they can try to pull the wool over your your your, your eyes. But that's a good thing. I, I don't mind right. them keeping themselves separate and intermingling a little bit without being New Japan and AEW Presents. You know, it's the same way New Japan and ROH kind of work together. Uh-huh. They had a working relationship, but they weren't completely in bed with each other. But I would really like to see uh, Moxley were- join up with Bullet Club and then and then have a Bullet Club versus the Elite on one of the upcoming events. That would be. Holy I mean, shit. fanboys would be creaming themselves all over the place. They wouldn't know I'm what shirt to wear. Just thinking about it, and wouldn't I got know what shirt to wear. <laughs> That'd be the biggest problem. You just cut two shirts in half and sew them together with the other side. Um, I, I'm with you, though. I am picking Bullet Club. Uh, Jay White has been on such a roll here. Uh, Tanahashi doesn't need it. Juice Robinson, I don't know that... A loss here isn't going to hurt him, but that's the only one that kind of makes me think, oh, shit, he just lost. I don't know if they want him to lose again, but... I mean, if he doesn't take the pin, it doesn't if hurt to, him. Yeah, if... if I, I could even see Jay White pinning Tanahashi. Yeah. Because Tanahashi's more than willing to let somebody... He's not Okada. He's willing to let somebody go over on him. And I love Okada, but I'm going to be fair. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Bullet Club. Next match, Pasty, is the IWGP Never Openweight Championship. And the champion, Tai Chi, is defending his belt against Tomohiro Ishii. Um, Ishii is one of the baddest men on the planet. Badass. Um always thrilling to watch but Tai Chi has been super fucking impressing me lately and I was never into him and he's just super growing on me I'm picking Tai Chi to keep the championship I do like Chai T I like that as well someone here at Ishii is a fucking beast I gotta go with Ishii it's hard to bet against Ishii I'm not gonna lie it really is I still folks for any of you who maybe haven't seen any of them, throw it in your YouTube machine and watch any Tomohiro Ishii versus Minoru Suzuki match. Any yeah. of them. They're just... Or all of them. They, yeah. They hurt to watch. They hurt. I'm hurt. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be in a match with him. I don't want to be the ref. Fuck. I want to see... What about him versus Walter? Oh, Is that a thing th- that could happen? I would love to see it. Um... <laughs> What, one more thing, and I hate to bring it up, but I, I didn't mention it. I thought about it. I thought of so much shit last week that I didn't mention when we were on the air because we were trying to get through so quickly. One thing I thought was awesome during the, the uh, Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes match, Earl Hebner never put gloves on. Nope. It was, like, it was such a simple thing, but in my head I was like, God, this is badass. There's blood everywhere. Earl isn't putting gloves on. He's like, fuck hepatitis. I got a job He's rolling to do. around in it. He was. He, was <laughs> he like... reminds me of my little nasty dog. And then we watched uh, NXT TakeOver. <laughs> no spoilers here, but in one of the matches, the ref was putting gloves on. I couldn't even find any blood. I was looking for <laughs> right. it. I was like, where's the blood? He was bleeding blood? from his armpit. It was from like right oh, under his oh my arm. God. Like, yeah, the ref is never going to touch it. you there. Yeah, I did end up seeing it finally, and I was like, oh my God. Like, 
the, the ref puts, you notice the gloves before you notice the blood. I mean, I when thought, you're in a company and it's a sports entertainment company and you have these people who work for you, even if they're, they should be tested. They are You should tested. know that they're clean. Then why do you need to wear gloves? Because it's a publicly traded company. That's the only answer, Pasty. That's the only answer you're ever going to get. Vince McMahon doesn't put on a condom when he's fucking us fans. He doesn't even use Vaseline, the bastard. <laughs> At least spit on it. Uh. Speaking of spitting on it, has nothing to do with this next match, because this next match is going to be awesome no matter what. What do we got, Pasty? Oh, we've got the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships on the line. With the Gorillas of Destiny, that's right, Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa versus Los Ingobernobles de Japón, Evil Ensenada. My two favorites. I love them. Evil is just, I just love when Evil yeah. comes to the ring and that I fucking hang out with Grim Reaper. Just do that eye thing at me for like six hours and don't mind if I masturbate. Yeah. Now I think you're thinking of Naito. Oh, yeah, yeah, I probably am. Okay. Either way, same faction. I'm Either okay. way, yeah. Either way, Sonata, <laughs> awesome. Evil, awesome. Naido, yeah. awesome. They're yeah. all fucking awesome. Evil, Evil's the Grim Reaper, and that's what I love. I love what he just comes out looking bad. He's like, he's the Undertaker of New Japan, and I say that only because, not in wrestling style or anything else, but because it's such an over-the-top, could-be-silly gimmick, but they own it, and it isn't silly or over-the-top. I'm calling him Big Evil from now on. <laughs> I love, call him Little Evil because he's not that big. <laughs> he's Little Evil. Good old Little Evil. Um, this is going to be a good one. Obviously, you got two well-established tag teams, two two vying factions. Uh huh. With uh, of course, God being. Part and of I feel the like God has had something to prove since the Elite took off. Of course, and of course. So There's some of the, uh, uh, well, obviously, ta uh, Tama Tonga is one of the longest reigning. I would say Bad Luck Fale is probably the longest. Yeah, Bad Luck Fale is probably has the most tenure, and I would say Tama Tonga, the second longest tenure of everybody who's still in the Bullet Club. If I got my history right. He should never go to WWE, where he would be rebranded Bad Luck Valet, and he has to park everybody's cars, but he does so unsuccessfully. Right, he scratches every single one. Sometimes he gets mugged and somebody steals the car. It's, like, it's Bad Luck Valet. I love that pasty. That's good. Oh, I'm writing that down. What do you got, Pasty? Where, where do you think this uh, one's landing? I'm an LIJ guy. I gotta go with LIJ. But I think this is gonna be a good match. And I think where Gorillas of Destiny are right now, I'm really anticipating seeing them facing off with the Briscoes sometime soon. Them boys! <laughs> um, I'm with you. I'm going Los Ingobernobles de Japón. Evil and Sonata. I... I have nothing against G.O.D. I'm actually huge G.O.D. fans. But, um... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not nearly picking, as big of a fan as them as you are. Uh, but be, I haven't been around long enough either. Right. And to be fair, um, Dominion is known as a title-changing pay-per-view so often. And this is honestly 
uh, the only title I pick changing, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a few of these wrong. And just my luck, this will be one of them I get wrong, and they actually keep the title, and everybody yeah, else Yeah, I could use the win after picked. this week anyway. So. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm with uh, Los Ingobernables de Japón. What's up next? The IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. That's right, folks. Dragon Lee defending his championship against the the winner of the best of the Super Juniors, Will Ospreay. Fuck yeah. It's going to be a good one. It's, fuck, the fans the winners. The fans are the winners. That's all I can say. Bay bay. Um, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, once again, Will Ospreay probably doesn't rub me the right way all the time, but coming off of his big win last weekend, I think I think it's a shoo-in. So, yeah, I, I'm on the other end. I think, like, like I said, I'm, I'm not changing a lot of titles. Dragon Lee has done so good for himself, and he's so, so fucking impressive. And I think Will Ospreay is over no matter what, and Dragon Lee, as I said, is, is really making a name for himself and getting over with the uh, mainstream American audience. I think they're going to keep it on him. I think he's, he's a good liaison to uh, the American audiences who like the NXTs and the 205 Lives. Hey, don't get me wrong. I won't take anything away from Dragon Lee's work in the ring. I just know that the last Lee was Brandon, and so you can't be those two things. Um, aren't you forgetting a Lee? It was Bruce Lee, Brandon Lee. He was the last dragon, passed away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> What about uh what about the guy that plays Dave Seville in the Chipmunks movies, huh? Oh, oh god, what the fuck is his I, my name? I, is I, 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 I was calling my this out like Earl. I was all cool and now I yeah, can't yeah. think of his name. It's not Jason Lee, but it's similar to it, it, James it, Lee. I think it is Jason Lee. Is it Jason Lee? That I think doesn't it's sound Jason right Lee. to me. Okay. Well we'll just say it's Jason Lee. Make me sound good. Alright. He's a good Lee. Yeah, no, I think Osprey's taking this one. I think he just won a big match, and I think you got to capitalize off that. Otherwise, that tournament mean, means nothing. And this isn't money in the bank here. So. Too right. This is not money in the bank. With that being said, we got the IWGP Intercontinental Championship on the line. It is Jason Lee. Oh, rock on. So, mm -hmm. I was right, and I, I argued with myself. What an asshole. One half of the Golden Lovers, Kota Ibushi. The best part is the other guy in My Name is Earl is named Ethan Supley. <laughs> <laughs> Supley? <laughs> no wonder I, they're I, such good friends. I want to be there when Supley goes, Supley, and then Jason Lee goes, Supley. <laughs> and then they that's, crush each other, Supley. That's, um, I have no life, I think. <laughs> One half of the Golden Lovers, uh, Kota Ibushi taking on Fat Mac's second favorite in all of New Japan, Tetsuya Naito. I think he's my favorite Japanese wrestler. I think that's easy for me to say. It, it's hard to say he's not. Yeah. I mean, I say he's not, but he's right at my second and close. I mean, there's so many great Japanese wrestlers, but just the character, the the movements, just... just Everything I get from him is just raw energy, and I love it. There is no downside to Naito. I like Coda. I'd like him better if, you know, 
his relationship meant enough for him to leave Japan. Oh, pasty went there. I did. I did. So what do you expect? Didn't you uh, see step three on how to be elite? He's sitting in the <laughs> corner crying. So Love you it. expect um, Renee Young to leave WWE? Uh, yeah, actually, I do. Her contract is coming up. And I don't think she's re-signing. I think if she sticks around and Moxley does really well outside the company, Vince is going to make it she's more and more punished. difficult for her. Yeah. Easily. He's not going to give a shit. I we all know that. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last. No. I mean, she's got some protection now because of the internet and everybody. Like, if, if he starts shitting on her now, everybody's going to call them out on her. Eh, that doesn't matter to, to Vince. No, 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 it doesn't. He's was just to back Triple in Saudi H, Arabia yes, today. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, who do you got here for the IC title? Oh, I'm a Naito guy. I'm, I'm, I'm Naito all Naito. That needs to be a t-shirt that I would buy. I like that. I do. <laughs> um, 100%, I'm always with you with that pasty. Naito, for some reason, for some reason, pasty, I'm sitting here saying, I don't think he wins it and Kota Ibushi keeps it. And there was just something, I didn't I even want to Japan. type it. I think if you're New Japan and knowing Omega's off on his own doing his own thing, I think you want to keep Ibushi, and so I don't think you're in the wrong to think that. I guess. Maybe that's what was in the back of my head when you I You rub him the right way, you keep him around. Make him your golden lover. Right. But yeah, I, I know, man. <laughs> that's all you gotta say. Ibushi is great. Ibushi's great, but... He is. Naito is what I like in wrestling. But this next match is also very much what I like in wrestling. Two of the goats. <laughs> I can't wait to see the Rainmaker versus the... The, the Lion the, Tamer. No, not the Lion Tamer. The, the uh, Judas Effect. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what if they I both mean, very spin similar. into each other and hit those moves at the same time? That'd that is cool. awesome. They better book that. They better book that because that would be awesome. Kazuchika ripcords him in, and as soon as he hits him with that Rainmaker, Jericho also hits him with the Judas effect. Yeah, uh -huh. that's awesome. Fuck, you I could like end that. it. You could end it with they're both unconscious. You, you, you got to let this match go out. a while. Have it go like fucking forty minutes, and yep. have it end like that. Have, a, have cool a double. Uh, you know this isn't Jericho's last match, and you know this isn't their last match. You know. And that would be awesome to build a story with a double mm -hmm. a double count out or a double knockout like that. For sure. And it would finally it would give some credibility to that weak ass elbow of Jericho's. And to be fair, I know there's a lot of uh, American listeners who only listen or only watch WWE who are gonna be like, that sounds like a really shitty finish and, and people shit on those kind of finishes all the time. You are right, other than if you know the kind of match these two could have, mm -hmm. and the fact that this is their first match together, and you hope there's at least going to be a second one, I think that would be a perfect ending. Well, after this, like this a, a twenty-eight match, yeah, after a twenty-eight minute match to see them both just go for the hail mary and then just both be down. And honestly, oh. you're not working together, but we know you are. So let's just say Chris Jericho gets the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, and then goes back to to all out and he has that title and stands to win their title and like that makes it even better when hangman takes it oh yeah i'm still hangman's 
everybody says he's too it's too soon for him, but I think no, you just start this company, this is when you need to build your guy. I'm really on the fence and I'm just gonna have to wait till that time comes to, to think where I think they're gonna pull the the trigger. Um I think so, I think if he would have fought Pac and won, everybody would say now that he's ready. Uh, but that that match didn't happen, and so <clears> nobody's giving them credit. But it's like it's like what you've never seen him in a royal. match before. You've never seen <clears> him in Ring of Honor, New Japan. Come on, guys. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's definitely come a long way from from his days in ROH and shit. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And the fucking look, like I was not sold. Out. He looked like basic as fuck when I first started watching him. To me, anyway, I was yeah, just like, yeah. whatever. But seeing him come to the ring during the Battle Royal at, at Double or Nothing was just. Fuck yeah, he's he's on the level of Triple H or Shawn Michaels in their prime right now, look wise. In the ring, I haven't seen enough lately, but we yeah. will. Oh, we're gonna see a lot more of him. Mm-hmm. And then, folks, we did have a tiebreaker for this one, and we did for the first time ever in Beef Sticks podcast history. We did a pre-tiebreaker, which means our tiebreaker happened before the pay per view. You want to let them know what that was, Pasty? Yes. We decided to put our tiebreaker on who would win the Best of the Super Juniors tournament. Mac brought this up to me the morning of the tournament. Said we had to get these picked out before it aired or it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yep. So on a whim, I picked Osprey. And I picked my man Shingo. And I won the tiebreaker. So if we come up to a tie, Pasty, you're taking it, baby. Yes, and this one I don't think is going to come to a tiebreaker. No, I, I'm, I don't I'm think worried so. that you're going to win this one. I'm really worried you're going to win this one. I actually strategically but. picked a couple of the same ones as you, just so it would less likely wind up in a tiebreaker. <laughs> nice. <coughs> yes. Oh. Then, Pasty, we have the talk of the week. Yeah, so many people are raving about this being one of the best NXT takeovers. Of all time. Yeah, I'm really And I, you and I did not walk away from it with that same feeling. There was no. some great matches here. Truly. There was. And everything, I mean, as, as looking at it as a wrestling product, amazing. Looking at it as NXT TakeOver and what we've been getting and, and what they needed to answer back with if they are WWE's answer to All Elite Wrestling. And it wasn't there. Just not up to par. Not up to par. And let's mention, this is the very first ever takeover with that's not writing on a WWE pay-per-view. Yes. So for that reason alone, own. they should have just upped the ante. Yeah. It could have been longer. <laughs> I mean, I was... I think people would have been okay Overall, I don't think I looked at this as negatively as you did in the outcome. Probably not. But that, that, tends, to be, that tends to be our characters, though, doesn't it? Yes. I tend to be a little more, you, you tend to be a little more um, devil's advocate, and I tend to be a little more critical. Yeah, no, I, I think it's, it's, at least for me, I try to, I try to watch everything individually in its own light without comparing it too much to other things. Yeah, but I had to, for this being NXT yeah, TakeOver yeah. 25, I had to compare it to all the other TakeOvers. yeah. But let's get into this, because I want to get into the debates on which matches I thought were really good that you might not agree with. Yeah, let's do it. Because this is, this is where the meat, of the meat and the bones of the show is going to be, I think, this week, folks. 
So, yeah, our, our, does this have as much of a complaint for you as MLW does for Fury Road? No, no. Okay. Okay. No, no. MLW much, much more disappointed. I'm, there's, uh, there's no way I'm giving this a C minus or a C or a D. Okay. No, no, no. All right. <laughs> if I was judging it only on takeovers, it actually might get that low of a grade. But I'm not yeah, going to judge yeah, it only yeah. on takeovers. Yeah, that's the hard part because I would almost like to judge things in their own bubbles, but that's that's too much leniency, and in, 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 at least in WWE's case. Yeah. <sighs> but um. Yeah, we, we started this off with Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong in a match that went over five minutes. Just what I was hoping for. <laughs> it was, um, I would say, as solid as I hoped, not seeing Matt Riddle very often. And, I mean, Roderick is always great. And, and from what I've heard, if you like Roderick, if, if you think he's a great wrestler, you should go back and watch NXT from this week. Because he blew some minds this week, too. I got to do that still. But yeah, yeah, Matt Riddle defeated Roderick Strong. Uh, I don't know, you got anything in particular to say about this match? It was a good opener, and it was it, it was a good showcase of Riddle. Yeah, I've always been open that I've, I've never been a huge Roderick Strong fan, going back to uh, his his Ring of Honor days. And, and I think he's probably the least of the... Uh, Undisputed Era, but I still love the Undisputed Era, and I think that Roderick Strong blossomed in NXT, which you yeah. don't always see that. You do see that sometimes, but you mm. see people like uh, Nakamura that changed his style up, uh, Kenta, who um, went on to be... I always forget what his WWE name is, Pasty. Hideo uh, uh, Itami. Yeah, Itami, which he's gone again now, right? He's back Didn't to he Kenta again. Yeah, he went yeah. back. So, um, so they there's some people that don't. Release. He got to be one of the lucky ones. Exactly. So Roddy um, was never one of my favorites, but he's really done so much better, I think, being around the Undisputed Era. And maybe even I want to see a 60-minute Iron Man match with Roderick Strong and Johnny Gargano. That's where I'm at oh. with Roddy right now. I'm putting him on the same level as Gargano. That's, 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 that's blasphemy. He, he might be okay. a couple of steps down, but, I mean, he's... Um, he's He's getting damn good. I will say, out of what I think of Roderick Strong on average, and what I've seen from Matt Riddle so far in NXT, I think this was one of both of their best matches. Yes. And uh, this was a great way to start the show. And I think both these guys went into this match saying, "Let's. this is 25, let's steal the fucking show from everybody. I think that's what they said. I don't think they did it, but I think that's what they said. Um, I love this. I, I super loved it. Um, I did pick Matt Riddle because they've been so high on him and because I mm -hmm. think Roddy could afford to lose, being that I was picking Undisputed Era for everything else going up. You can't have them all win. <laughs> he was so. your scapegoat. Well, I mean, he, he was, was he's the only one who wasn't there the whole time. So. <laughs> yeah. So um, there you go. I'm still waiting for Roderick Strong to turn. Maybe now that, well, never mind. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Roderick Strong to turn. You know what? I think it's too obvious that he'd be the one to turn, and I'm almost thinking maybe like uh, Fish, Fish, <laughs> Fish or O'Reilly, but you know, one of the one of the them two. But I think Fish. I think Fish has the charisma to go on his own. More so, I think I think Fish and Adam Cole have the most charisma out of the four. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think Adam Cole's going to turn on his own group that he's unofficially the leader of. So I think Fish would be the one to do it, and I think that would be great. 
I just think Fish and O'Reilly, they're, they're an established tag team, and I think they can keep that even without the group, and, and therefore Roddy. I mean, it would be very obvious, but I think they could still make it really good. You know, this goes goes uh, a little bit with... Um... Cheese? Everything goes with cheese. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on, on the New Japan group that I, I, I like the one and not the other. Uh, or, uh, Trent Beretta. Best friends. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and, and Chucky e. T. I'm yes. not a big Trent Beretta fan. I love Chucky e. T. I, I was never a huge Kyle O'Reilly fan, a uh, big Bobby Fish fan. Kyle O'Reilly started with Adam Cole as Future Shock, mm. which is actually, I, I believe, I'm assuming, is where the Shock the System line came from when they first came in there shocked the system and that whole time i was always like adam cole's the man kyle o'reilly isn't and that adam cole turned heel they should and he hold up shockers and when they pose <laughs> two in the stink or two yeah, in the pink two, and two one in the, the stink, stink. that should yeah. be that should be their logo that should be their well they they almost do <laughs> yeah it's pretty close the, the e part they do actually they do with the e it's just it's a just wide pussy out. it's a big pussy yeah. <laughs> That's the only difference. Wow, pasty. They do a, they do a one in the pink and one in the stink, and they do a two in the pink and one in the stink. Tickling wow. the taint. <laughs> now that you said that, they do it. Wow. Uh, speaking of Undisputed Era, pasty, ladder match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Um, I don't remember if I said this last week or not. I know I was thinking it. Street Profits are crime time. That's that's what we said last week. Well, no. Yes, we did say that, and I do agree with that. This is probably the least ladder match I'd look forward to in all of NXT history. There really isn't much to get you excited. I know we mentioned that that you know we're only big on one of the teams, really. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, Lorcan and Birch have been around for a little while, but they haven't had hardly any takeover time. No. And none of the rest of the teams have had any takeover time. No, well, but other than Undisputed Era. Being being introduced to the Forgotten Sons, I like them now. And I think this was, for what we were not looking forward to this at all, I think this turned out to be a much better match. And I don't think I paid nearly enough attention to it because I, I feel like there was a lot more to appreciate than what I even do. Um, I... I was pleasantly surprised. It was better there was than I lots thought of it was going ladders. to be. Yeah, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I still think it's probably the my least favorite ladder match in at least takeover history. I I don't think it was very much that enjoyable. What I will say is um who's the other uh forgotten son? The third guy? I don't remember what his name was. But he, he, was, he, they sold me on him. Yeah, yep. They definitely sold me on He's him. He's the reason I like them more. Um, I also want to say Forgotten Sons, just aces and eights, but not as good. Uh-huh. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah, it's I mean, just another it? biker. Yeah, it's just another biker gimmick. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't happy with... This is like the first time I've really noticed them. I haven't been watching NXT but as much their as I leader, should. their leader will be pretty good, so... I don't know. And Street Profits, I, I'm not very familiar with them at all, but I enjoyed what I got from them too. They were very, they well, were. Angelo Dawkins has been around forever in NXT, and he's been in one tag team to the next to the next, <laughs> and they just can't. They just throw him with random black guys and say, "Hey, it's gonna work." It's we'll like, find on. one that gels. It's such just, good shit. It's just look at our banner on our Facebook page, <laughs> folks. It's such good shit. 
Um, so, needless to say, Undisputed Era did not win. Street Profits actually won, which surprised me. Out of the whole lot, that's the least I thought would have won. So I give them credit for that. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I like the way they won, too. Oh, it was fun. And then they said what, it was like both both belts have to come down at the same time or something? That was something they said halfway through the match? I, I guess I didn't catch that, and I was actually paying attention to this one. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I heard them say that. I think they both just have to be, yeah, I think, <laughs> like, they both have to be down. Yeah, no, but given the fact that we weren't looking forward into this going in, I, I didn't pay half as much attention to this match as I should have. Yeah, but what I saw, I was, I was enjoying it. it. Yeah. Wasn't as good as it... It was better than it should have been, not as good as it could have been. Let's well, that's the thing. Way. Like, TakeOver is so good at catering to people who only watch TakeOvers and don't watch weekly NXT. Yeah. And, and this match didn't do that at all. You know what I mean? No, I agree. But they're in a point well, like where they said, need to start establishing new people. So Yeah, like you said, so many of these guys just haven't even been on TakeOvers. Mm-hmm. And that's on us. We should be, uh, TakeOver is such a great product. We should be better at watching that. It's I, just, I, man, I, you really got to delegate it's, it's yourself Summertime nowadays. is coming up, and I don't see me going back to WWE anytime soon. Although they did, did crack no. that Bray Wyatt code thing, and the eight things he says are eight things in different promos, and then there's the last one. He's The things he says in the eight different promos are, are the exact titles of his show, of each episode of his Firefly Funhouse show. So there's one more, and then he'll probably debut. So I might watch that episode, but I might yeah, just catch the highlights. I wasn't a big fan of when he busted out the mask. He kind of, meh. Oh, I like the, the mask. The latest one, it was like, eh. You didn't like the muscle man dance? Uh, I have, oh, I haven't seen that one yet, but and I'm pretty Vince, sure I'm the not going to like puppet with devil horns. He's got a Vince puppet with <sighs> devil horns. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to like that. Oh, I love really, it. It seems like they're going more now to the... Um, House of Horrors match or whatever it was, eh. and less less of the actual, you know, uh, um, broken universe like it started as. So it's like you're getting too kiddy and less crazy. Stick with the crazy and awkward. I like awkward, weird, and crazy. I like that. Uh, but that has nothing to do with this. Neither here nor there. Believe it or not. But one place that is here and there is North America, Pacey. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. It's here, there, and everywhere, kind of. <laughs> yeah, everywhere everywhere in North America. <laughs> uh, yeah, Velveteen Dream took on Tyler Breeze to defend you his championship. Are, you and uh, I are going to disagree on this one, look. I haven't seen Tyler Breeze wrestle in so long. This match was such a treat. I love them playing off each other. Breeze is better than Dream. Okay, I'm going to say that. Right now. In ring, in character, both, what? Maybe not the character. I would like Breeze without the fucking stupid supermodel gimmick. Just be okay. a fucking good wrestler, but don't be Dolph Ziggler, because I think he, he walks a fine line there. True. If he's too generic, he's Dolph Ziggler. But, um, <coughs> no, before Fashion Please was taken off of Raw or SmackDown or whatever the fuck they were on and put just back on YouTube or whatever, I... Which I don't even think it's on there anymore, is it? No, it's done. I mean, Fondango's been out with an injury forever. That's why Breeze supposedly went back to NXT. It's better than not being used. Which is fine. He, yeah. He, he's way better here than there. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, and, and obviously, Breeze has to pass the torch 
down. But I liked what these guys did. I liked what they did. It might not have been the best Velveteen Dream match, but it was really good to see Breeze in the ring again. See, I the the biggest problem <laughs> is that when Tyler Breeze went back to NXT, it hearkened me to when Tyler Breeze was originally in NXT. And he had some of the best fucking matches. Most enter- Maybe mm. not the best in-ring, super good in-ring, but so entertaining. And these two have such a similar character that it should have worked so well. And like the selfie when he's like, here, you want a selfie? Here's a fucking selfie. I loved that. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> but yeah. no, this is... Far from Velveteen's best match, way far from Tyler's best NXT match. And I don't think... I think the two characters being so similar... Is oil and oil a bad thing? It was almost like oil and oil, if that's a bad thing. Um, I liked the match. Again, this is better than anything I would have watched on WWE if I watched WWE lately. And this was better than watching a three-match, one-hour card on MLW that wasn't what I was promised. So I I give them that. I I super give them that. But again, I was for both Tyler Breeze and Velveteen, I was disappointed. Tyler Breeze, I don't hold him to it. He's been stifled for so long. I, I don't expect he would have his best match on this card. But I was hoping Velveteen Dream would maybe get it out of him. Um, I still hope that this is a, a a a series of matches. I hope. I hope it is. I hope they go again and Breeze takes it, and then they have the third one where Dream, you know, caps it off the way he should. Yep. And then I maybe was, Dream uh, goes to the main roster and Breeze stays back. I'd be okay with that too. I know, but I'm so scared. I don't want him to go. To the I main don't. Roster. I know. I know. Send him to 205 Live. At least he'll be, you know, wrestling there. I'm kidding. Just he might. He, I think he's too big for 205 Live. He needs to write out his. They everybody in NXT needs to write out their contracts in NXT <laughs> and then go to AEW. Triple H needs to fucking pull a coup <laughs> and just buy NXT and be another brand. You know, right? Have just AEW, just, NXT, MLW, ROH, Impact, WWE. It's a mutiny. I like it. Where's the seating from the WWE? Oh, that'd be beautiful. <laughs> that would be so awesome. It'll never happen, it, it, but it'd be awesome. It might someday. You gotta think, <laughs> Triple H has gotta be getting pretty fed up with this shit. He is, but he knows the old man's gonna die sometime, and WWE's worth too he's much not, money to try though. to start your own he's thing. He's not. The, the reason he's not liable for any wrestler's deaths is because every time they die, it extends his life by another 30 years. <laughs> he's like the Shang Tsung of professional wrestling. <laughs> your soul is mine. No shit, Mortal Kombat's not a game. It's just the reality of what it's like to work in <laughs> WWE. Kind of. I mean, hell, fucking uh, Ronda Rousey's in an, um, a Mortal Kombat <laughs> right. 11. She's trying to tell us something. Oh. <laughs> but they gave him time. I like that. They did give him over 15 minutes, and I I think they should have, although I, I don't think it helped my opinion. But Next, like we have it. the NXT it Women's It wasn't my favorite match. I, yeah. But I, I wouldn't expect it. it would be. Second favorite match on the card, probably. Okay. Women's Championship, Shayna Baszler defeated Io Shirai. The to fucking bitch, again. Again. Women's championship. When is she going to lose? I don't know. I know I The main her, roster needs God, you, Shayna. You know, Ronda's gone. It'd be a good time. And then when she comes back, you can feud. And then the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen can happen. 
Just lose it. Give it up. Give it up. I'm I'm sick of watching her with the title. That's where I'm at right now. This I'm was so the shortest over. match this, of the night, Pasty, but um, it, it's weird. I remember actually enjoying this match, but I honestly can't remember any of it. The fact the, the fact of the, the matter is, Shayna Baszler wrestled her last three championship matches without the help of anybody, and in this yep. match, she had to have the help again. Like that that really put the damper on the fire for me. Yeah. That's when I thought that she was going to lose. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was hoping you know? for. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm losing this one because I knew I picked Shayna just out of complacency. You know, I was like, okay, Shayna, yeah. The same reason I picked <laughs> right. Triple H and fucking, you know, in the... Well, it's the same, that's the exact reason why I picked Shayna the last like, seven takeovers. It's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a safe bet, so... Uh. Yeah, I picked her out of complacency, and and then, yeah, when, when she needed help, I was like, she's losing, because she hasn't needed help the last few right. times, and now that she needs help, Io Shirai's going to even come, o- you know, way over the odds, but... Mm-hmm. And then Candice LeRae comes out, holy shit, it could happen, nope. And Io deserves better, she, she deserves it. I think she'll be the one to get it, maybe on the Will next takeover. Go? I don't know. She could always get called up and join the Kabuki Warriors. That would be super awesome, just to be honest. And then they never get used. That would be super awesome. (laughs) Um, I don't care. I like them. They're going to be the ineffective New Day of the women's division. Then we had our main event pasty, which features literally my two favorite WWE wrestlers oh, currently yeah. on the roster this match like was... how do you how do you pick who you want to win on this one you don't you pick who you think's going to win yeah because these are literally this is one of those we we won matches yeah even out of i mean you can take new japan you can take mlw you can take aew you can take impact you can take the main roster nxc you can take all of these put them together Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano are going to be in your top 10 best wrestlers of all time. I'm going on on a big a limb here, too. For, for the, the, as mediocre as the rest of the NXT TakeOver card was, this match is on par with any of the hottest fire NXT TakeOver has ever done. Oh, my gosh, this match was... I, you couldn't go wrong with these two. It's hot fire. I watched this match three too times amazing. in a row. Too amazing. Oh, my God. So many false finishes. I... Oh, my God. So many times I thought it should have ended. And, and I'm like, I didn't watch it three times in a row, but I did watch it twice. <laughs> and the first time I watched it, there was so many times I was like, God, it should have ended here. And they're going to keep it going and do something dumb. And it, ah, it should have ended here. Ah, it should have <laughs> ended here. And not always for my pick, you know. Yeah. And by the time the end came, I was like, oh, this is really good. But God, there were so many times it could have ended it before. And then the second time I watched it and I knew when the ending was coming, I was like, Oh my God! No, they they planned this out perfectly. It's they so told good. just the most amazing story. This there's a strong chance this is my favorite Johnny Gargano match on NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wow, I I didn't expect Adam Cole to come in. I mean, I know he's great, but I did not expect him to step in for Champa and step up this way. I did. <laughs> well, I know you. Not even winning. I mean, just like performance-wise, <laughs> for sure. Adam Cole is so gifted. Tell you it's that and main Gargano. roster. Wait till Vince takes a look at him. Who's this vanilla midget? 
too much good stuff happened in this match. They went over 30 minutes, Pasty. There's a lot of Iron Man matches in WWE that have not gone over 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad. That is kind of sad, but that's also another story. But yeah, um, this match is just too fucking good. You have to go out of your way to watch it. It is 32 minutes, so dedicate some time to it. Expect to spend some time. But it is 32 minutes that goes by in 14 minutes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Even the second time around, and I'm assuming the third time around, right? Pacey, yeah. it still went by quickly. Yep, yep. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this... I, I, when when you messaged me and you gave me your critique of the whole event, I was like, what are you talking about? Because I literally just got done watching this last match, and I was <laughs> on that fucking peak. Right. But honestly, this and Dream Breeze, those are my two matches for the whole card, and the rest of them I could care less about, I guess, at the end of the day. Riddle versus Strong was great. It was. So maybe could those three matches retain... But the other two, I could give them up and not give a shit. And for a takeover, especially a takeover that's a, a monumentous event. Yeah. Um, def- you shouldn't have two matches. There that shouldn't you be. Don't even need to there sh- you shouldn't have one misfire on a on a fucking five match card when no. it's takeover. No. No, not at all. <laughs> um, I will say I picked Cole, Cole, Cole Gargano for me made up for the whole show a whole lot though. Uh, it helped. It didn't make up for it for me, but um, it definitely helped. One, I will say one thing: you can have in a five-match card, you can have four amazing matches, and the main event suck, and it really drags the card down. So, if you have four okay matches and the main event is awesome, it really picks it up. So, having that main event being so awesome does pick it up a lot. I wish on you any of the watchthroughs, I would have taken some notes on the spots Cole and Gargano did. I'd I love didn't to sit either. here and describe it for you phone. guys, <laughs> but I'm not even going to try. Just go And watch. that wouldn't even do it justice. No. I mean, you really got to. We, we've said it in the past. The um, couple of really good Canadian destroyers there, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, and then and, did we, did we mention before. that Cole is the one who won? Holy shit. I don't think we even said that. Uh, I think I, I think we said it just that I don't, maybe we didn't. I don't know. But I was, I was going to say, I picked Cole just out of loyalty and not necessarily expecting it. I was expecting what you said, Pasty, yeah. that, that Gargano wouldn't lose it until Johnny Ciampa came back. he's not going to lose it until Ciampa returns. Sorry, buddy. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad, I, I'm glad I stuck with my soul because Adam Cole, my soul brother. I might have been sad to lose the pick, me. but I was so happy to see him win. And his fucking... Oh. I loved when he's beckoning... For the rest of the Undisputed Era to come out, and it, like, threw Johnny for the loop. That was good shit. <laughs> right? Uh, Shayna should have did a- that shit. I would have liked that match a lot better. Yeah. Just too good of a match. Adam Cole, definitely worth it. He deserves it. North American champion, tag champion, NXT champion. You know, now he just needs to win UK and women's champion, and he's <laughs> got them all in NXT. I'd be I'd be so okay with the entire undisputed era never going to the main roster. Yep, no, they should, and I think Triple H wants to protect them, especially but, um, over anybody else. I think because I think Triple H looks at I think Triple H looks at Adam Cole and he kind of sees a smaller version of himself. Yeah, I I, I could. I see look that. at Adam it, Cole and I see a small Triple H. Yeah, I could see that without the uh, <laughs> without the attitude. Yeah, but like 
I the mean, way he carries himself, the the yep. leader, the the character, the and, and the yeah. look, and he's very cerebral, mm-hmm. super cerebral. And um, I will say though, out of so many people, and I've said it in the past, that there's some people you just think would Vince would love, and he's gotta do something well with. I think Vince could really do something good with Adam Cole, but we've said it in the past, and he's and he's fucked him up. So you you never know. It's yeah, and right now in WWE, it's really hard to say because Kofi's still got the championship. Yeah, but I I, I almost feel like Vince is For gonna now. be. I think Vince is obligated. I think Vince has to give it to Kofi because Big E and Xavier could walk away from the company and join AEW and be happy as shit. Kofi's the guy who's been there for 11 years. He's the one who's... Yeah, but and if Kofi stays, Xavier and Big E are going to stay. You know what I mean? Uh, fuck. Big E's been out on injury. You've seen all of his awesome tweets. They're amazing. He said that none, nothing <laughs> he says get can fired. get him fired. I love it. <laughs> I can't get fired. I, I, don't think, I don't think Big E and Xavier may move the needle in AEW. I think, um, as I think, much as I, think I love it, Xavier, I've been a huge Xavier fan of Xavier there. Woods. He belongs there. He wouldn't do a whole lot there, but he belongs there. Those are his friends. That's you know. Yeah, back when he was Austin Creed, back in uh, what TNA, are you going to do, dude? What is Vince going to do? Because I guarantee you, New Day's at Fighter Fest for the gaming part of the thing. They're going to be there in the video game tournaments. They have to be. It's Xavier Woods. I don't know. What's Vince going to do then? I swear it's going to happen. I swear it's going to happen. I don't know. I just don't know, Pasty. Uh, so what do you think? Match of the night? I think we're both agreed on that uh, one. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it was Velveteen match. Dream and Tyler Breeze. Shut up, you fucker. <laughs> um, Will you agree that that was the second best match? Um, no, no. Will you I at least agree that it was really best. good to see Tyler Breeze wrestling again? Oh, for sure. No, <laughs> I'm happy that Breeze is now going to have a platform. I am super ecstatic for that. I would give real Now that he's back in NXT, I think it would be a safe time for him to drop the supermodel gimmick and maybe like Dream takes that from him in the storyline. You know what I mean? Like, I like so the he- supermodel gimmick. He could maybe like slowly phase it out but keep the cockiness yeah he could but be cocky I personally do the cocky is great but like the i do like the supermodel and the selfie stick thing i i personally like that myself i would like to see a selfie stick on a pole match between him and the dream <laughs> it will happen <laughs> and not only do they get to beat each other with it but after they pin them they take a selfie right. just like uh velveteen you dream roll did. them up and you hold the selfie stick above you and smile at the camera while the rest making the count no, you don't even you don't even get a pin. You have to roll them up and take the selfie before they kick out. You have to take three selfies. <laughs> three selfies. Well, then you just do that auto snap thing, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but it takes you longer to set that up, so then they're gonna kick out of that pin. Oh man, you got a point, buddy. This is getting deep. <laughs> we got a whole fucking we got a whole story here. I like it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, um, so grade, this is where we're going to differ. It's going to be interesting to see. I have not decided on my grade. I'm, I'm making it right now in the moment. If uh, I was grading this against it. all on XT takeovers, it would be very low. Just, just grade it. What, what you are grading it. I want to say a B. whether it's, whether it's based on other things, whether it's not, whether it's 
Just what what do you feel? I want to say a B because the only match I'm very negative about is Baszler Shirai. So, so the the Riddle Strong could have been better. The ladder match probably could have been a little bit better, but it, it it definitely impressed me for not knowing most of these people. At least not like that. So you got B. I I'm going a strong C plus. Go right to B minus. And that brings us at a B minus, yep. which is um which is good for any other wrestling show other than a takeover, that's a good grade. Yeah. A takeover that is disappointing, but um but any other show that's a good grade. Do you just we you know what? Let's just give it a C plus. Let's make a fucking statement. Why? I don't know. I mean, is that what you want it to be? Is a C plus? Just give it a C plus across the board. All right, I'm changing yours to C plus. Okay. Then. It's a C plus. If, if I was statement. grading the whole event on Cole Gargano, I'd get an A plus. So uh, you know, oh, just that <laughs> match alone, match of the year candidate. Yeah, easy. Um, Champa's got some gonna... got some hard work ahead of him when he comes back. That's going to be in our contention for uh, at, at our, our Beefy Awards for sure. Fuck. It could and be then we go from... That match, Cody and Dustin, and I don't know what else yet. We'll get there. Oh, but can we say uh, Cody and Dustin, uh, Melter came out with his grades. Yeah, he the highest grade on the whole show, match. right? That did not deserve a five-star. Am I the only one that agrees with that? Uh... Good match, but five, you've seen some of his. Five you know, star if matches. I had to be hard on it, that wasn't a five star. I love the, the emotion story. was five star. The combat but in the were, match, probably not. Yeah, let's say you were going back seven years from now and just watching that match on the AEW network, just like, oh yeah, Cody and and Goldust wrestled once. I want to check that out, and you watched it. Are you going to walk away saying that was five stars? I think I probably would just because no the way it makes you feel. Really, with no backstory or nothing. For, yeah, yeah, it didn't have any backstory really going okay. up to it. I don't know. Fuck you, no, it didn't on, have any backstory. Look back Those on two Undertaker, we even Ric Flair, and, and, and not call that a five star match with all that blood. I, I don't think Undertaker Ric Flair was a five star match. Undertaker Ric Flair. Am I wrong what there? What fucking match is that? Who he wasn't it Undertaker? You're talking Flair? about under? Are you talking about Undertaker Sean? No, I guess I might be talking Ric Flair, Sean Rick. I might be talking to Sean Rick. Who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> either either way, I, I don't consider either of them five stars. I, I don't know. I liked it a lot. It was my favorite match on the card, and okay. therefore I think it has to have the highest rating. If it's my favorite match. I'm okay match with it card. having the highest rating. Well, I just didn't think it deserved at, the five stars. At, at the worst, the worst I would grade is four and a half stars. So at least he didn't at least he didn't give it like a seven star, so I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. He's done that. He didn't break the okay. mold for this match, so yeah. And and I mean it's fucking Cody and Dustin. Let them have one, please. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. They, they won't. It, it won't happen again. No. And pasty, we go from an amazing WWE event to what is bound to be a super letdown. Yes. Oh, back in Saudi Arabia, folks. Like I said earlier, start the pay-per-view by saying, it's 102 degrees in this pit. Thanks. When will WWE fucking learn with this Saudi Arabia Also, shit? Also, I did catch a little bit of the Usos versus the Revival and, and the crowd. 
all in American, chanting, let's go, Uso. But it's not the crowd. It's about 20 people in a pod in the middle of where the, the Saudi royal family sits. <laughs> and they're all wearing normal clothes. They're not wearing the white robes like they all wear. And so yeah. you got to assume they're plants, right? They've, They've been be planted plants. there to say these things to make it a more live event because there's not a lot of energy at these things. No, and, th- and that's, but that, I mean, that's, that's even when normal. you surround the fucking ring with big ass lounge chairs for the royal family who don't even like wrestling. <laughs> well, and you know, foreigners are just different. We talk about how in Japan oh, yeah. they're so quiet and everything that they just want to watch and they don't, you know, when, it, yeah, I mean, it's, fuck, I don't know what it is. Mm. I don't know what the fuck it is. So, Pasty, on, on our screen, the folks at home don't know this, we got it kind of mixed up, but if we if we skip down to where it's color-coded... All right, we'll just go by we that We have the actual it. predictions, and, okay. uh, or we have the actual results, and, and I've color-coded the predictions. Which color am I? <laughs> You're blue. I'm always yellow, buddy. Come on, man. <laughs> and then blue green is, is my both. Color. Okay. Well, blue and yellow and green. <laughs> That's how we know what's going on. I'm a simple-minded folk, especially when I uh, have a few drinks in me. Oh my god! I had to go get my tabs today, pasty. I don't want to go off subject, but we have to. Okay. Hey, I any to anything to talk about the card. DMV? <laughs> yeah, I had to go get my tabs for my car. That's today. good fucking material. That's, I'm not even that's such get good into, shit. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into how difficult it is for me to get a quote-unquote real license. If anybody's been to the DMV, you know what I'm talking about. That's a real thing, pasty. If you didn't know, the United States now has, you can either get a driver's license or a real license. And it's called a real license. That's your fucking Trump shit. So could you get in trouble for driving with a driver's license then? It's I don't fake. think so, it's a fake but ID. if you want to travel. It's a, it's fa- right? No, By if, standards. If you go, no, it's a, it's a uh, airplane thing. If you want to go on airplanes, you have to have this real ID, which you need like 25 forms of fucking identification. Oh, Jesus Christ. But that's, that's besides the point. That has nothing to do with my story. I'm in there, and this guy from the local salvage shop, Pasty knows him well, Nelson. Good man. Maybe you don't good know man. him. Good man. Very Fuck, good man. I thought you knew. He's giving okay. me some good yeah. tires. Yes. He, come, he comes in, and he got a, 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 a truck from somebody, you know? And they're, they're going through the normal questions, and they're like, what color is it? Uh, I don't know. Blue? Green? Brown? <laughs> it's like, What? So, so the guy's like, well, what color is it? He's like, I have no idea. So she walks around. She goes to the door. Which one is it? That truck right there. The red one? <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. Blue, green, brown. Which truck? The red one? Oh, I went out. He was parked right next to me. It's fucking bright red. <laughs> like, come on, motherfucker. Well, I mean, the man scraps a lot of cars. He deals with a lot of titles. I'm sure it's something you well, don't even see anymore. He drove it there. Come on. <laughs> He's like Cody Rhodes before his wife set him straight. He doesn't see color. I guess not. It's, uh, that was good, though, Pasty. I like how you slipped that in. Oh, slipping it in. It's, this isn't sexual. <laughs> Did you see, I'm pretty sure John Cena's been listening to our podcast. Oh, yeah? You didn't see this? I don't believe, I I haven't seen anything. If you did, you would know what I'm talking about. Okay. So he put out this uh, tweet about how when you put your faith and trust and love in somebody, 
and they don't give it back to you. It's one of the worst things in the world and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Did you see that or no? No. Okay. One line he says is, but if you're one of those people who always puts your love and trust out there, it's just like an albatross hanging on your neck. <laughs> I was like, damn, he's listening to our shit. I've never heard that albatross <laughs> shit until we started talking about it. And here comes Cena busting out the albatross line. Come on. It's my albatross awesome. to bear. It I is. got my facial hair, my albatross to bear. That's right. That, that I've kept that song smile. around since last week, and it's not even my story. It. I know, but it's good. It is good. But we should talk about this this clusterfuck of a fuck shit. Oh, do we have to? Yeah. So, I think, did you said who won the pre-show or not? No, we haven't talked. I mean, no, I just said I watched part of it. I didn't even watch the finish. Like I said, I didn't want to make it awkward and like pretend like I hadn't seen it if we didn't do the results. Folks, he treated the pre-show like a porno. He didn't even last to the finish. <laughs> um, Usos defeated Revival, apparently. I mean, yeah. uh, we knew that was going to happen. Thanks to the help Stupid. of the plants in the crowd. Let's go, yeah. Uso. Nobody chanced, let's go, Uso. I'm pretty sure Mitchell was there, too. Oh, yeah? Does anybody catch that reference? No? Maybe? No? Huh? God, I hope there's one smart fan out there that caught that. Uh... Mitchell? Mitch? Mitch. Mitch. Mitch was out there. Mitch. Mitch. Mitch? No? The plant? You said there were plants in the audience. Oh, haha, yes, Mitch. Mitch? Yes, I, I'm getting you there now. now. Yes, it's a, John Moxley. That's all you got. John Moxley, you Chris Jericho, there you go. <laughs> Mitch. Can he come back in AEW? Is that a thing? I hope Mitch makes think, an appearance. I mean, WWE well, doesn't well, have rights well, Jericho to Mitch. Jericho and Moxley are there. Yeah, I don't think they own the copyright of Mitch. I hope he makes an appearance. I hope Mitch makes an appearance. He better damn well make an appearance in the corner of John Moxley. He can use awesome. it in a hardcore fashion. He can smash it over somebody's head or something. Oh, you don't want to kill Mitch. <laughs> what if Jericho used it and it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> he killed Mitch. You bastard. Um, then, the, then the main show started. Uh, surprisingly, the Universal title, which I think most of us believe Vince believes. Jimmy Havoc could give John Moxley paper cuts with the leaves of Mitch. He could. <laughs> and John Moxley could gouge into his head in the in the potted, you know, the broken pot. Uh, Not marijuana, but, you know. <coughs> uh, universal title match. Usually is the, the most coveted title, but it's on first. But, you know, that's fine. Um, it was only Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin. So yeah, I, I mean, guess... Baron Corbin takes it down a hole. <laughs> I think he does. That's fucking... Why? It doesn't... There's You can't... There's no suspense here. No. <laughs> is Baron Corbin going to defeat... No. Only only if needed... Brock Lesnar was going to cash in. Yeah. And actually, you know what? Uh, I was thinking when we, when we made that uh, pre- prediction about the cash-in or not... Yeah. I was like, you know what? Maybe he does cash in, but maybe it's um, maybe it's on the WWE title, and he and he cashes in. That was Kofi. a lot of people because he's been like on Raw. He hasn't been on SmackDown. He's been on Raw, and he's been targeting Seth. But yeah. but he claimed on Raw this week that he was cashing in on Friday, and so everybody was up in arms saying, "Oh, maybe he'll cash in. He's, he's probably cashing in on Cody, right? It's a big swerve." Aww. 
So this was this wasn't an original thought. No, no, no it wasn't. I'm sorry. I actually think well, I spoke on this before we even started. I'm sorry. Maybe you did. I don't. Uh, I don't pay attention to you. Before. I set you up we for failure. We had a lot failure. of shit going on before we started. Pacing. Oh, I know. It was. It was fucking stressful. We're real we close. Recording. We're real close. <laughs> um, Seth Rollins beat Corbin too. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't, did you watch any, you watched the pre-show? Just, you watch, just you like 10 minutes of the pre-show. And it was like a little bit of talking in the okay. beginning of the Usos revival match. So we got not much to talk about this, but really we shouldn't spend much time on it. Cause it's stupid. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Up next, we had the intercontinental title. That's right. The universal title opens for the intercontinental title. And only because it's not on Brock Lesnar, Finn Balor defeats Andrade. This is the only match I would actually love to watch, and I'm still not going to do it. Yeah. Honestly, do it. every time I looked at the, the lineup during the picks and when I'm making my picks and shit, I see Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin, but all I see in my mind is Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, which would have been a much better Universal title match. Much better. And then you could have Andrade versus Corbin. And then you can have the Seth Rollins do a, a, a powerbomb on the apron to Finn Balor, and then Finn Balor can be injured but win the championship and then give it up the next day. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's not funny. It's funny, though. It is. <laughs> uh, then we had the best wrestler in the world, Shane McMahon, taking on the big dog, <laughs> Roman Reigns. And he won. I was right, folks. <laughs> I didn't think Roman would lose, but... How boring must have this match have been? I'm never going to watch it, so I won't know, but how boring could this match have been? Oh, man. This, this best-in-the-world title has done wonders for Shane McMahon's wrestling career, though. He hasn't lost oh, no one. Shit. He's on an undefeated streak. <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Was I'm hoping there was some kind of interference here. <laughs> I He's been palling around with Elias and Bobby Lashley... And so I'd assume, is Drew McIntyre on the card? No, he's in the 50-man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, sh- I don't know. Shane, I guess Shane's beat Miz clean twice, so there's always a chance. Yeah. Then we had a handicap match. Lars Sullivan taking on Lucha House Party. All three of them pasted. Grand Metalik, <laughs> Kalisto, and Lince Dorado. You know, I think Braun Strowman did this once. It wasn't on a pay-per-view, though. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, yeah. So that yep. happened. Lars Sullivan won. Yep, yep, you let the racist guy go over on the Mexicans. Good job. Way to go, WWE. Yeah. Way to be progressive. Yep. Uh, Randy Orton defeated Triple H. Wow. I don't think anybody's seen that coming. Hell I mean, Pacey no. picked Randy Orton, but I still don't think he's I I Nope, win. I picked Batista at <laughs> WrestleMania too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just figured like, wow. I'd, I'd, I'd ride, ride my barrel over the edge of Niagara Falls. <laughs> right? Um, I, I, I'm curious. Um, I might look into Orton deserves it more happened, than Batista, but... though. I'll definitely say that. Yeah, He's put up yeah, with more shit without walking away like a crybaby. Oh, he truly has. <laughs> uh, Braun Strowman faced Bobby Lashley in the clash of the big men. Of course, Strowman went over. That's Hey, don't say of course. Strowman hasn't done anything good lately. That's big for him. I know, but it's Saudi Arabia. Was the green belt on the line? Guys. That's my big question. 
That's yeah. Is yeah. What happened to the? Was the green belt on the line in the fifty man battle royal? Is the question right? And Braun's not there to defend it. So they what? They strip him of the title partway through this event. What the fuck is going? on? I don't know. I guess I'll find out this weekend. <laughs> I'll cue you in next week, folks. Unless you've already watched it, and then you can tell us in the comments because I don't care about spoilers <laughs> at this point. Oh shit! No, no one of us give a shit. WWE Championship, Kofi Kingston uh. defeated Dolph Ziggler in a duh match. <laughs> Kevin Owens isn't going go to go, gonna go to Saudi Arabia. Let's get Dolph. He's been there every time. That's the, last that's the only title. time. That's the only time he's in WWE anymore. He was in the, the Royal Rumble. This, but he, the last title Dolph Ziggler won, he gave the fuck up. Yep. He won the I, wasn't it IC title? Yeah, right? it was the, or what was I it? Think, Maybe U.S. or IC. I think one prob- of them. it'd be easier to lay down the U.S. title, to be honest. What, whichever one he did, he won it, and he was like, "Fucking give it up!" Yeah. And then he came back, trying to win the title, and he never gave us a reason. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. They they wanted to redo, like I said, they wanted to redo Owens, and then Owens said he wasn't gonna go. Which is cool yeah. and solidarity to yep. his friend, as far as we understand. It's just nice to know that they look at Owens and they're like, "Who are who's going to replace Owens? Dolph Ziggler. That's, that's Ziggler. the level Owens is on now, guys." <sighs> I'll tell you what. If it, if it was me and I was in WWE Creative and they were like, they were like, "Owens backed out. Who do we got?" I would I would have fucking easily, without a question, somebody even better than Owens. I would have went Mansoor. <laughs> Uh, Without question. Who the fuck is Mansoor? <laughs> Mansoor won the 50-man battle royal, which they're they're touting as the largest battle royal ever in WWE history. Is that because they're not considering the Royal Rumble a battle royal? Because didn't they just have a 50-man Royal Rumble? Well, the greatest Royal Rumble was a 50-man, yeah. Yeah, but they're touting the, fi- the, the 50-man battle royal here as the largest battle royal in history. Well, maybe they're just talking about the 50-man battle royal... As a general subject. Well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I mean, if they're both 50 men, then they're both the largest battle royals in history. Tied. But that doesn't make sense. That's like saying that the first man on the moon, the second man on the moon, is also the first man on the moon because he was there also. Like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they can't both be the S- Well, this couldn't the be ESC the second biggest Royal Rumble because it's got 50 as well. Well, it could be if there was fucking 51. <laughs> well, then it would be the biggest. Either that or you just call it a regular 50-man battle royal and don't say it's the largest. Not everything But they want to make it be big in Saudi Arabia, man. Yeah, well, They're progressive. Mansoor fucking they, won. They, they were, How big is They that? were an hour and a half from having the first women's match in Saudi Arabia today. And the government's like, nah, fuck that shit. They're like, fuck that. Not only do you not get that, but for asking for it, our man Mansoor is going to win the battle royal. <laughs> That's what you get for asking for women to compete. Mansoor is winning. Who is Mansoor? Is he the greatest wrestler we have in Saudi Arabia? No, he's the fucking janitor. If I'm working real hard and don't shower for a few days, I get some Mansoors. Oh, I'll tell you what. I got a Mansoor that one time when I went into the bathhouse and I didn't realize what a bathhouse was. Oh, was I sore from that man? You get a man sore every time Vince fucks you without a condom and Vaseline. You know, when you when you when you blow a dude who has the herps, 
you get a mansore in your mouth. Yeah, that's not a good place to have a mansore. Well, you know, you take a mansore where you can get a mansore, I, I guess. <sighs> what I, wa- I want to see mansore take on mantar. And Luchasaurus. Do you remember Mantar? No. Yes, but no. I don't remember. <laughs> I know who he is because we do this podcast. Okay, okay, yeah. I want to see Mansour versus Mantar. That's what I want. Okay. That's that's all. I, for the title of the best of the 50 man battle. Can, can Luchasaurus at least be a guest referee? He's the guest ref, okay. yeah, for sure. Or hanging in a shark cage <laughs> above the ring. Oh, by the way, speaking of uh, luchas and masks and, and fun stuff. We didn't get Daga on the MLW pay-per-view either, so I didn't get to see my gummy tongue. And I was disappointed. I wanted my gummy tongue. Sucks to suck. Then we got The Undertaker defeating Goldberg in almost a 10-minute match, which had to have put everybody to sleep. (laughs) The only thing I know of this match is I did see a steel... A steel. A steel pitcher. It was engraved, etched even. I seen a still picture, a screen grab, if you will, of the Undertaker delivering a tombstone to Goldberg, and just in that still, it looks like he broke his fucking neck. Nice. So hey, I'm that not would sure. be Undertaker saying, "This will show Vince. <laughs> Keep well, bringing in the, me in back." In the comments, in the comments, I, I seen them say that there was a lot of botches in the match. Oh no! <laughs> would you expect anything else? <laughs> But I don't expect Undertaker to botch a tombstone. So just the way it looked, and I could be wrong. It was just one still picture. You know what I right. mean? It was a screen grab. He could have still gotten uh, the adjust, lifted bad. him up the quarter of an inch or whatever. Ah, it didn't. Not the way it looked, because it was with his head down and cocked. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, Undertaker won. Goldberg lost. Whoever thought Goldberg would beat Undertaker in Saudi Arabia is stupid. I guess I'm dumb. <laughs> it was his first time in kidding. Saudi Arabia. I expected something out of him. Um, he's and I mean Jewish, it's a ten pasty. it's a ten minute match. If it would he's Jewish. Okay. His name's Goldberg. They weren't gonna let him win. <laughs> I guess you got a point. I I always what is this Israeli I don't doing know. coming over I guess here? I'm not entirely educated on just how backwards it is over there. I learn it's more and more every backwards. time I look into it, but it's pretty fun. Just ask Kashagi. Oh wait, you can't, <laughs> folks. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just just throw in your Google machine. We're he'll be explain that. He'll be appearing as a very special guest on the next episode of Deal or No Deal. If you know what I'm talking about. I know what you mean, buddy. What's in case twelve? What <laughs> we got his earlobe. <laughs> So basically, we got a little bit of extra time. Uh, I mean, how do we even... We didn't watch this. Is it even worth picking a favorite match or a grade? Or do we give it an F because it's Saudi Arabia? I think that's fair. I think it's fair. I, I'm still going to watch it. Like I said, I'm... You can. And you can even pick a, a, a best uh, match. I'm okay with that. I kind of... I wonder if or how many times the 24-7 title changed hands in the 50-man battle royal. I think it would have told us if it did. You would hope. Ah, I don't know. I went through Wikipedia. Wikipedia is oh yeah, they would have because yeah. there's so many um, wrestling fanatics. So they, that, there was nothing on the twenty four seven title except for the Jinder Mahal, our truth getting it from Jinder on the airplane. I guess when he was sleeping. Yeah. yeah. 
See, they're doing better with it because we are getting these segments like the golf course segment and and the airplane where it's not in the arena. But it's twenty four seven, man. We should they should have a YouTube channel dedicated to it. But also, couldn't we keep it strictly to a YouTube channel and spend that time on having longer quality matches? Yeah. Or giving that match time to somebody who's underutilized and hasn't had a match for seven weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, and I get, yeah, oh, the 24 title match is for a guy. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's comedy. It is. It's, it's for our truth. That's why the- he's been your main champion the whole time. Yeah. For sure, and that's it's his it's it's what he deserves, and he deserves better than it to be honest. But it's something he has something, it's and tangible. he's using it, and it gives him airtime, and I'm happy for that mm. because don't forget Ron Killings, who is our truth, is a former NWA champion, folks. Yes, the same title that Harley Race, Ric Flair, Dory Funk Jr. all held. Yeah. Ron Killings is a former NWA champion. He he is a real wrestler, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. He's been around for a long time. Long time. Long time. Um, God, he was around. He used to team with uh, Road Dog in WWE back in the Attitude Era. Uh, what was his name back then, Pasty? Um, K-Quick. K-Quick. Him and yeah, Road there you Dog. go, K-Quick. Used to be... I was yeah, K-Slow so, I mean, on that been... one, sorry. That's all right. He's been around a long, long, long time. But you know what they say: the dark and, and, the and fun fact, the folks. The he's, push. His 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 WWE theme song may not be all that great, but he is a rapper, and he's making some pretty good music currently that keeps up with he's the kids in the industry rapper. these days. Yeah, he's solid. yeah. No, I I, I didn't want to give it a but chance, solid. but I heard a couple songs in passing. Like these are fucking good. So, and then, Pacey, I think we are going to get into some news, but since you brought up him being a rapper, um, shout out to not one of my favorite rappers, but give the devil their due. Mac Lethal. J- um, okay. Are you talking about the Mac Lethal-Tim McDonald battle this week? No, nope, oh, that was. Not have you, 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 You're not even cued in on that? I No, I know about oh. it, but I haven't listened to it. Uh, well, no, Tim came well, at I him, wanted to give Mac a shout came out back to, uh, hard. Tim came back a second time today. I'm hoping Mac comes back a second time because everybody's saying now that Tim's the winner, and I'm like, Mac's the. I'm I'm an old school though. <laughs> I want to give a shout out though, Christy, <laughs> to the very first ever billionaire in the hip hop industry. Jay Z is the first ever hip hop artist to become a billionaire, and good for him. He never started with anything. He wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth. I like some of his songs, but not near as many as most people. Right? I'm yeah, no. A, a lot of people, a lot of people tout him as a fucking god. I'm not there. But, um, I'm not East Coast though. <laughs> if I'm if I'm listening but, to rap, you know, it's 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 Midwest he, and it's he West still Coast. Puts out, yeah, but he still puts out albums yes. that sell. He he owns his own record label, and he still does things. He, owns he may his be own huge name, company. but he does things in a very underground fashion. He does. He owns his own liquor company. He owns the Brooklyn Nets. And moved them to Brooklyn. I mean, the man is is and he and he's with Beyonce. Right. So a shout out to him. I mean, you got to give the hip hop community talk about a couple that more than likely out. only stays together to save face. Probably, but what a face! I mean, he's got a lot of face <laughs> on him. Yeah. 
But yeah, so, um, I just wanted good to get on that him. Good on his him for sure. Basically, we got a little bit of time for news. Do you want to pick out a couple things you think are are major and, and should be talked about? Um, I like. We only have one weekly elite dirt sheet one, and I like it. You want to you want to go over that? Because I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2020 U.S. Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang tweeted out a comment about all elite wrestling folks. That's the second, second uh, 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 politician uh, 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 uh. to give them some cred, which is crazy. Yang wrote, if the Yang gang were a wrestling promotion, we would definitely be all elite wrestling. So that's cool. I mean, come on. It, the fact that wrestling, what used to be taboo in anybody's talk, is now being discussed in politics amongst candidates. Yeah. Like, it's awesome. They, they, well, I think they see it. You know, the, these politicians see, like, WWE, yeah, they got fans. They've had fans forever. It doesn't really mean anything anymore. But then they see this company start and all these people flock to them. Yeah, you want to you wanna market to those people. I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting I to have agree. the first Juggalo president. I think that's going to happen sometime in our lifetime. See him come out and face paint, and make the uh, make the FBI redact the them from address. the gang list, <laughs> and then he spray paints the shit out of the fucking White House. <laughs> <laughs> Fago bombs. Still waiting for somebody to make it the Black House. <laughs> Obama never did that. No, he didn't. Um, I, I want to bring up one Let's thing. Let's do this first uh, one, because I want to talk a little bit of something, too. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Well, this is wrestling. The Joey Ryan story won Best Picture at the IFS Film Festival. The documentary chronicles Joey Ryan's unique career working as an over-the-top gimmick outside of the big federations. I'm sorry, Mac, but this could very well take over a lot of the rest of our time. Because Joey Ryan came out this week... In an independent wrestling ring, saying he will not sign with WWE, he will not sign with AEW, he's giving himself to the independent fans for the rest of his career, which is the smartest thing he can do, because last week I was raving about Orange Cassidy, I got you to watch Orange Cassidy, he's great in moderation, comedy acts should not be signing two companies. They shouldn't. They should float around and entertain people wherever they're at at that time. That's the best way to utilize that gimmick. Just like, (laughs) I hate to interrupt you here, but it's very similar to how Andre the Giant was so amazing, but then you got the big show, who is a secondary Uh thought. Because Andre the Giant went from, from territory to territory, and you only seen him once, maybe twice a year. Big show, you've seen Every week, sometimes twice a week, and it's like, meh. No, but I think either either Ryan's doing what I think is a smart role for any comedic wrestler and staying independent for that reason, or he might even be putting together his own comedic wrestling promotion. Yeah, almost like a, a DDT like, for the yeah, Americas, yeah. which I think would go over well. I mean, um, it's basically um, uh, Shikara Pro Wrestling. Chikara Pro Wrestling is very family-friendly, but it was very gimmick-oriented. You had the ice creams, and you had uh, gimmick matches that were super over-the-top. Blow-up dolls and invisible man matches. Yeah. 
No, that's okay. DDT, okay. not Chikara. Sorry. But yes, uh, uh, but but it's very similar. Yeah, Chikara Pro is very the same way. It was super gimmicky. It was very family friendly, um, which is not quite Joey Ryan's thing. <laughs> but I, I see what you're yeah. saying. It, it's gimmicky, funny. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're in one place for too long, you're gonna seriously. wear out your welcome. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think a gimmicky, funny wrestling promotion, though, like Chikara, would only work if it's sporadic shows. But Joey Ryan... Which he could do. Joey Ryan is great. But what I really wanted to talk about this all for is because last week you had not seen Orange Cassidy. This week you've seen yeah. a fair amount of Orange Cassidy. And I think yeah, I think you. the people who listen to our podcast who still don't know who Orange Cassidy is, I think they deserve a little bit of insight. Because this guy is entertaining to watch. He is very fun and entertaining, but don't um, sit down and watch all of his matches in a row. No, it's he has the exact same match every every time. Kind of, and I watched. He had one against Kylie Ray. When he needs to go, he can go. I didn't see the Kylie Ray one, but I watched like five, and um, they were all uh, other than the um, other than the battle uh-huh. royal. The one against that masked wrestler who same. rocked him to sleep. I think that's my favorite one for just <laughs> showcasing what he does. Yeah. The the one I really liked that I personally liked was the one against Christopher Daniels where Daniels switched it on him. <laughs> and Daniels played the Orange Cassidy role and better than him. Did you did, did you ever go back and watch the pre, pre-show of AEW, of Double or Nothing? I just told okay. you I did. I love when just, he sunned Tommy Dreamer in the ring when he first showed up. This is how it's done, son. I think it comes with the yeah. kicks. And that was cool. And that's where I was like, oh, this is cool. But it's, yeah. if he's going to keep this gimmick up, he either, like you said, needs to just go to very, so many different independents who don't have TV, or he needs to start learning a new way to do what he does. Because mm. most of what I seen was pretty much the same. And I yeah. like the gimmick. It's just you can't go on YouTube and watch five in right, a row. Right, right, right. It's one of those things. If you see him twice a year on one of your favorite promotions, oh, fun. Yeah, but that's exactly what it got me thinking the same thing for Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan, I think, would have better longevity if he did sign with a company, but the Comedy X, you you need to do what you do and not do what a company is doing. But... Look at what he did in uh, Lucha Underground. He did not do his penis character. He did an FBI character, yeah. and he played it very well, and uh, it was different, and I think he could do that if needed to be. He could, but he could also do that without signing to a company. He can, and he, and he might make more money doing mm-hmm. that. I don't know. <coughs> but no, I thought it was uh, it was really cool when he decided not to sign with anybody. And I knew last I like week when it- he said he wasn't signing with AEW that he wasn't going to WWE either. They, they, I'll no, have a statement later this week for you guys. Though no, obviously you're staying independent, yeah. I'm okay with that. You won't work in WWE. I think, um, I mean, Impact Wrestling's under new ownership, but I think TNA kind of soured mm. him the last time he was there. I thought they did him wrong. I was really disappointed personally. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to get in quickly in the news, pasty, um, is about a promotion. Long-term promotion, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read this out here. East Coast Wrestling Association announced on their Facebook page that they are going on hiatus indefinitely. 
Now, in this wrestling landscape where so many independents are thriving and there's so much to see and do, this really hurts Pasty, especially for those who might know the initials ECWA. I'm going to read their official statement now. Unfortunately, the ECWA show for the next Saturday, June 15th, is canceled. All further shows are also postponed. I no longer have the time to dedicate to running the ECWA. I have a full-time business that I am dedicating 90% of my time to. I won't say ECWA is closing up for good, but for now ECWA will be on a brief hiatus. When I can decide or when I can dictate more time to running shows and promoting ECWA, it will be back. Hopefully in the future I will have more people to help in promoting ECWA. I want to thank everyone who supported ECWA in the past and hopefully you will continue supporting ECWA in the future. ECWA is the longest independent professional wrestling promotion around and will continue to make more stars. Any questions or comments, please message me directly. Now, Pasty, the East Coast Wrestling Association was founded in 1967 by Jim Kettner. That's a long time. And it has been, yeah, and it's been running regularly for decades, initially in Delaware, but it also moved to New Jersey in recent times. In 2010, Kettner retired from professional wrestling and he sold the promotion to Mike Tartagalia. I might be saying that name wrong. I'm sorry. It's a dumb he name. He oversaw anyway. the company. Yeah. He oversaw the company with Joe Zanola. ECWA Pasty is perhaps best known for the Super and or for the Super 8 tournament, which we talk about here on the show often, which greatly helped to popularize junior heavyweight style wrestling in the United States after taking the inspiration for the tournament from New Japan's Best of the Super Juniors and other junior division events. This, with everything that's like super going right for independent wrestling, this is a huge fucking blow for independent wrestling. Well, it doesn't seem at all like the company's failed either. It just sounds like the guy doesn't have the time for it. He'll probably sell it to somebody who can do better with it than what he can. Or if he can partner with somebody. I mean, this has been a promotion I've followed since I started tape trading back in the mid-90s. And obviously... When I read this, it said it was founded in 1967. It's like, wow, that's before ECW. It's kind uh, of amazing to think he didn't WCW get fucking sucked up when Vince was buying everybody out. Right. Yeah, because this is long before the buyout. Yeah, yeah so he would have been available. And it probably wasn't that big back then. Mm. You know, probably not. But everybody knows the ECW Super 8. That makes stars. Anybody who wins the ECW Super 8. Um, Name a few. Yeah, I, I wanted to, and now I'm like, I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> All right, well, this is the time where I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll talk about Qualities T-shirt company of Wilmer, Minnesota, folks, bringing you the finest quality T-shirts, custom tees, sublimation, heat transfer, vinyl and decals, special gifts, sports team shirts, weddings, concert merch, and merchandise for any occasion. Actually, this weekend, that dude Saint was out hawking t-shirts for the local rappers at Insane Clown Posse's Fury Fest at the Caboose. Was going to be an even more epic night than it was supposed to be, but apparently DJ Paul and Mac Lethal both backed out. Obviously, Mac backed out because he had to murk a bitch. 
Uh, it's understandable. Mac loves Minnesota, though. I don't see him backing out for any other reason. <laughs> and hey, folks, we're also 41 days away from the Galactic Get Down. And hey, we're only less than two weeks away from the relaunch of Get Local Minnesota with yours truly, Pasty, coming at you with a special Galactic Get Down Involved episode starring Jess Seahorses of Seahorse Productions. Yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of festival stuff, what it takes to put one together, what it takes to give up your initial festival to start a completely different experience, and it's, it's, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, check it out. Get local Minnesota. We're coming back and we're hitting it hard. Did I buy you enough time? Oh, yeah. Right. Plenty of time. It didn't take me any time, buddy. <laughs> Just have to hit up the old Wikipedia. So, for those of you who might wonder how important is the ECWA Super 8 tournament. I'm just going to name this is what the that, that movie know. Super this 8 was about. Everybody. I thought that was about aliens. No. But I'm I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to name a few people that you're just going to know. This isn't everybody who's won. Ace Darling, who we just mentioned. Christopher Daniels, obviously. Low key. Paul London. Christopher Daniels again in 2004. He won it in 2000 and 2004. Nice. Think of that pasty. Back in 2000. That's when most Wrestling fans had no idea who Fallen Angel Christopher right, Daniels was. Yeah. That's when WCW was still around. It's definitely pre pre uh, TNA. Yeah, and AJ Styles was in WCW. <laughs> Christopher Daniels won it way back then. Wait, AJ Styles was in WCW. I oh, know I've heard this fact, but Air it's something Paris? that always just registers as a shock to my brain. Yeah, him and Air Paris were. Uh, I don't a tag know who team. that is either. Um, he didn't okay. do much. Uh, Petey Williams, the Canadian Destroyer. Right. Davey Richards, who went on to be part of the um, right American sense. Wolves. No. Yes? No, no. <laughs> no Steven that Richards. That was Davey Richards. Stevie Richards. Yeah, Davey Richards is uh, American Wolves with Eddie Edwards. Okay. I always get them Jerry Lynn. Up, so Richards. Everybody knows Jerry oh, yeah. Lynn. Jerry Lynn, now How working for AEW. Yes, back in 2010, a man known as Austin Creed. Pasty, you know who that is? That is Xavier Woods, my friend. You damn right. How about 2011? The man known as Tommaso Champa. Tomato Champagne. Of course. 2014, Matt Cross, also known as Son of Havoc. Jimmy Havoc. We've also had <laughs> uh, Jason Kincaid, and the most recent in 2018 was Richard Holiday. You might not know Richard Holiday, but being as he won the 2018, you're going to know him in five years. Yes, you will. So that's how important the ECWA Super 8 tournament is. All of those <laughs> names you heard are Hall of Famers. If they aren't already, they should be. Well, like, uh, at least it's indefinite and it's not it's not a like a certain it's gone forever. Truly. Truly. But with that, we indefinitely pasty have to sign yes, off. Yes, cuz it is indefinitely that time, folks. So for Cloud Style Broadcasting, Beef Sticks Podcast, and oh, what's this? Get Local Minnesota. I'm pasty. We'll see you next week, folks. You'll be back, because you know it's such good shit. Uh-huh.
Here we go. That's lovely. <laughs> Look here. You don't get to tell me what to do, can't make me. I don't really give a good goddamn lately. Sick of everyone and everything, no maybe. Always in my ear, about to drive me crazy. Get the hell away from me, don't wanna hear you talking. I can buy it's only I and ain't no other option. Doing me, I'm telling you, you better take precaution. Stamina is no amateur, so a pro exhaustion. California all around the world, back to Boston. Tell them I be doing what I want and living awesome. You don't want a problem with you, I don't wanna start one. Microphone gonna blow your heart all apart, son. Since AWA with O'Shea, I've been, I've been on the hustle for pay with no raise. Is he busy busting the flow? They go crazy when I tickle with the tongue, they kick it with both legs. You don't have to like how I live my life. No. Sleeping all day, go and kick it all night. No. Might not be good, but it feels alright. Nah, 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 Sometimes it feels like I don't belong. Everyone's against me, I'm always wrong. But it feels so good when I sing my song. Na 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 I say what thou wilt. Something's gone wrong and my brain's on tilt I don't give a fuck feeling no guilt Still I'm never gonna stop when I see your blood spill I'm coming for the neck, I left your head backwards You can go against me, then so get fractured Been the breast snatcher, now forever after Rappers got me cracking and cackling evil laughter Back to the point, to the point, no faking No, it ain't lovely when everyone's flaking Talking what they want, then they breaking on their front Come to wonder why I wanna get a face apart Bump, bump another beat, gotta beat it on my own T-W-I-D-3 and I'm staying home Funny cause so many owe me money Now they know just how easy I can go from being friendly to a foe You don't have to like how I live my life no. Sleeping all day, go and kick it all night no. Might not be good, but it feels alright Nah, 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 nah Sometimes it feels like I don't belong. Everyone's against me, I'm always wrong. But it feels so good when I sing my song. Na 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 my doctor said I got Skittles pox Gonna give me shock therapy with kilowatts Push note says 20,000 in my inbox Microphone gun to the dome spitting thin thoughts Watch what you say, I be up a little bit And with purple ammunition I come cock with clips I took for 10 years, my peers talking shit Then hit me the stage time with us, love legit, huh? Fuck that, have a nice day, suck a fat dick The price has been paid, I burnt the bridge down I watched the bitch blaze, I took my nutsack And stuck it to your face, but pumped at my pace so Come the fuck on, not even a thought no more, they just gone. Here's a little finger with a dedicated song. Nah, 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 nah. You don't have to like how I live my life. No. Sleeping all day, go and kick it all night. No. Might not be good, but it feels alright. Nah, 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 Sometimes it feels like I don't belong. Everyone's against me, I'm always wrong. But it feels so good when I sing my song. Na 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 na